Welcome to the Creepcast. Hello. Magic the Gathering Podcast. We are live, baby. Live yeah. recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Butcher, and he's Spooky Pants. That's right. Talk about Magic the Gathering, the game which we love so much. Uh, we're going to try to make a habit of doing this once a week. You know, chat about magic, chat about, you know, the community. Pretty mm. much everything we can uh, think of. Anything we can think of. Yeah. <laughs> What we're gonna do. This well, is episode number one. Yeah, it's it's kind of the, the the beta episode. We're kind of learning how to do this. The baby, it's it's origin. <laughs> we call ourselves the Power Creeps so because I don't know why. You tell me. Because we're jerks. Oh, that's right. And we're strong. We're strong jerks. So we're the Power Creeps. No, it's actually uh, it's a magic term. It's a magic term that people have been talking about lately. Because yeah. So we thought it was kind of a clever name, and plus we can use this, the, the real cool name, the Creepcast. That's true, which is a uh, podcast. It is a podcast. I think people got that. Yep. So what we're going to do today is talk about the rise of Eldrazi spoilers. We're do something different. Yeah, we're going to try something we're different. We're going to try something unique and try, talk about these spoilers here. Well, nobody's really been talking about this, you know, the new cards, so we need to fill that void. Yeah, somebody's got Well, should we talk about us? Well, that's what I think we should do first. We should talk about who we are. What? Well, well describe how you look. <laughs> I don't want to do that, because I don't want the ladies, you know, banging on my door. Yeah, we don't want... Exactly. But... You know, we should talk about, you know, who's who's behind the microphones here and, and mm-hmm. thinks you know a lot about magic. But, it, I mean, I guess we can... Yeah, don't, let's just talk about the magic aspect, not our great looks. <laughs> and our strength. And, and our strength. <laughs> and how we jerks. <laughs> and like we said, we, well, we've we been playing magic for what? 15 years, right? Oh, Since 96? Yeah. Since 4th edition. 4th edition. So we're, yeah. kind of, we're kind of veterans. We like to... Think we are. Kind of. We've taken our breaks. We've taken our fair share, but any veteran has. Yeah. Unless they're total losers. So most people like play for a while and then get out of it. Every everybody does. They play for a while and, then, and my problem is I do that with any hobby. Yeah, but my my problem is I sell all my stuff. Like yeah, I play fine. for two years and spend whatever you know three grand or whatever yeah. it is, and then I sell everything. Yep, sell it all. And lose my ass, and then I and then I come back again, and, and I have nothing. Yeah, but you know, don't do that. If you, you know, to our one listener, no, don't never do that. I, I, what I've lost, <laughs> I've lost mox pearls and. That's right. You did have a mox. We had we, God, we had the whole. There's a saga block. Basically, every card you had what four Tolarian academies and yeah. Well, that was you know we loved. Those. I had like seventeen Gaia cradles. <laughs> it was just a, it was it was a fun set though. I mean, they made the cards were ridiculous. Yeah, just awesome. And that so what is that your favorite set you think or is it saga? No. What's your favorite? Um. Well, you know, actually, I like the, the time spiral block. Time spiral block was fun. Yeah. And I think we like it too. Because and I think actually, I mean, you know, I'll just be generic and say that the current block. I, I mean, I like Zendikar. I you know I I I started playing again recently with Zendikar. Um. For well, the last break. But um, I came back in again and started playing with Zendikar, and I think a lot of people did. But it it looks like a Zendikar was a fun set, and uh, well, Zendikar was great. World Wake was yeah, it was alright. It's okay, but it's Zendikar Zendikar is when I think a lot of people really started getting into limited a lot more. 
Yeah. It's like it kind of. I, you know, and the thing is, I wasn't around for shards. You were. Yeah, and I didn't just, like shards limited, but I think I might be in the minority. I don't like shards. Period. Really, I mean, shards is just to me, it doesn't mesh well. I don't like it. I, I can't. I can't wait for the block to be done. When it was fun. When it well. When it was fun. When it came out, it was really fun. You know, because you had trilands and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that ruins the game. Well, at the time it was cool. You were casting like th- yeah. casting, you know, woolly thoctors, which, which is one of every, you know, three different colors and stuff that you could never really do in Magic. Yeah. World, so, yeah. yeah. The power creep. The power creep. Power creep coming. <laughs> so that you know, shards is shards is kind of fun. I think shard block on its own is good, like you're saying. It's good by itself. It doesn't mesh well. I totally agree with that. And we're seeing the problems with obviously with Jund and stuff, which I'm yeah, sure every, every podcast is beat to death on that too. Yeah. But. So really, you know, and, and to describe ourselves, I mean, we play we play standard pretty much only. We play some EDH. We mainly play ah, standard. not so much. We I, I dabbled in it. Yeah, it was it's it's fun. It's but I mean, standard's just what we've always played. Yeah, standard. I'm a multiplayer guy too. I like two hundred two hundred giant. And then the last six months or so, we started getting a Magic Online, playing in tournament rooms a little more. Yeah, and boy, I mean, if you really want to see what the tournament decks are like just just get in there just get online and yep. you can play them all day every day and then we've been going to events it's so much junk we've been going to events you know friday night Ma- obviously we do a lot of friday night magics I, I went to a grand prix when mm. it was in minneapolis stuff like that so we got you know we got some experience we know what we're talking about kind of we, should- we don't know as much as what no as much as what <laughs> we know our stuff. So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, anyways. So that's pretty much it. Oh, you know, one other thing I think we should tell people before we jump into like every spoiler card. Yeah, we're gonna go over every spoiler card, by the way. So, uh, you know, don't turn us off. Yeah. Um. I, I'm kind of a control player, so I like blue, obviously. I'm one of those blue mages. Yeah. I like, you know, the Johnny stuff. I like making bad cards playable. I always kind of look at, like, cards that are like, eh, you know, it's got a big drawback. He's, he's basically a blue mage, yeah. is what he's trying to say. He's whiny. <laughs> complains about most of the cards. Well, it's you can pretty much complain that blue's never good enough, but it's... Yeah, good. only blue players it, can, yeah. And then you're kind of what white weed. I'd say, I'd say white, white green, white green. Actually, I've been playing a lot of black lately too. I. You like tribal. I, yeah, in a way. I mean, I just happen to build like elf decks because they just mesh well. I mean, it won't just be an elf deck. It'll have some kind of purpose. That's true. Elves. Well, you had that one elf deck you built online. I, I build all. I build enchantment. De- you know, like the stupid. I tried different stupid things too, but so you're kind of a little bit of a Johnny too. Yeah, I'm. I'm kitchen table. I'm not like pro hardcore. I mean, I can. I've been playing what Bosnia. Well, when we go to Friday Magic, we have a buddy of ours uh, named Lunch Bucket, who's or Mr. Moneybag. He's got basically the top three decks. You know, he's got John, he's got Bosnia, and he's got the the Jace deck. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we play with his cards and. It's pretty nice. I mean, we we last yeah. time we were we took one. We went one, two, three. I went second. I think. Yeah. He went first. So it's. I mean, yeah, we know how to play. I mean, it's. They're they're pretty much and and plus those decks are just so great. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard to lose. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so 
what we want to do is go through the Rise of Eldrazi spoiler. As you know, Wizards released the whole spoiler last night. Last night, so yeah. every card, which is really every... strange. Usually they wait till Friday. I was kind of surprised when I got the text. Yeah, usually, night, usually Friday they'll, they'll sneak it out. You know, they won't tell anybody and they'll send a Twitter out or something saying, yeah. look at the gather, but it was out last night, so that was kind of cool. There, and there wasn't really too much greatness that hadn't been spoiled. No. There's a few, there's a few surprises, but nothing super great. So I think what we're going to take a crack at here is just going through, you know, we'll try to go through almost everything. And we're, we're going to assume that you somewhat know the, the new mechanics are. We're not going to get too in-depth there. You got an internet, obviously. You got this podcast. I mean, look it up. You're, the one listener who's listening, you're actually really smart. You're able to <laughs> download the podcast. You found exactly. It. So we, you probably have a pretty good idea what the cards are, but you want to hear what these two, you know, power creep guys have to say about it. We got, we got some <laughs> great things. To well, say. we could make people a lot of money, or we could save them a lot of time. You know, mm-hmm. once we tell them what's going, save them like two hundred bucks. Once we tell them what's going on, they're gonna go crazy. So. I guess Sarkon. Get to it here. Hang on. He's mad. He's Sarkon is mad. He went crazy. Yeah, he turned, around. he turned into like a poorly drawn dragon. Um, yeah. <laughs> from the webcomic. <laughs> now he looks like he's a. Uh, he's just, he's the Undertaker. He's very cool looking. Well, he looks like the Undertaker kind of, but he's that's a good art. There's yeah, Mad no Mardigan. And everybody knows he's uh, five casting costs, seven loyalty. The no plus ability was the big. Everybody went nuts. I think it's all right. I think it's zero ability. Uh, I mean, you're going to draw a top card of your library, deal damage to him. Whatever. Uh, it, it could be good. It's not his. It's not a. It's not the reason you're going to use him. Well, everybody's saying, you know, and what you're going to say probably next is the, the negative two ability where he makes a dragon by sacking a creature. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, with Jund and the Sprouting Thurnay. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I, I think it's a Jund card. A lot of people disagree, but I think it. I think it'll, it it had, definitely has room in a Jund deck. I mean, you can turn a Sprouting Thranax into a 5-5 five, five dragon and make three tokens and then use his negative four belt. You know, it's, I mean, it just it all works out. And I think he'll be he'll be actually really good before Shards rotates up. Dude, yeah. I, me too. I mean, I, I do. I think, you know, even if you don't have the Sprouting Thranax, the super combo... I think he's going to be almost worthless after Shards is gone. Yeah. Uh, we'll find a use for him, but the fact that you can turn any you know any dumb creature into a five five flying is great. Uh, but once the Eldrazi start you know coming around when you have all these big creatures out and whatnot, maybe yeah. it doesn't matter as much. Yeah, you're not going to turn an Eldrazi into a five five dragon. I, I mean, like him. I think you might, you might turn an Eldrazi token into a five five dragon, which there you go. But so we're not going to spend too much time on Sarkon. Everybody's talked about it. I, I think he's good. If you know, if you can trade for it or buy, I for think he's good. I would, I, I say take out take out one of the siege gang commanders in your. Gosh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We we're not going to get into that today. We'll probably get into John with lunch bucket next week. Yeah. Let's see what we can do to tweak that. Um, next card is Angel Heart Vile. I'm just going to run through that. It. I call that card the big lie. <laughs> they lied to me. I'll explain real quick. It's five casting cost artifact. When you're dealt damage, you put that many charge counters on it. You pay two colorless and you tap it, and then all you can do is you have to remove four charge counters. And all you do is you get two life and you draw a card. And what you're alluding to is the fact that they, the early spoilers had it. The early spoiler was, it was something to the effect of, like, hi, I'm two casting costs. Every upkeep put a charge counter on me and you gain that much life. So I'm awesome. Yeah, it was. And then, it was and when the actual card was spoiled, it's like, well, you, he just described it. 
And it's terrible. Basically, it's like, yeah, you could, in a way, take half your damage and gain cards. I would trade those away at the pre-release, if you can. Just trade them away, you know? Trade, I would throw them away. Trade, trade, trade like, three Angel Hearts for a Sarkon or something, but if you can. Oh, I would trade 17 <laughs> Angel Hearts. Next, uh, Dreamstone Hedrons. Okay, uh, this is just an artifact. Six mm-hmm. casting costs. Tap, add three to your mana pool. Or you can pay three, tap, and sacrifice it to draw three cards. And we talked about this, you and I, a little earlier. Yeah. Privately. We, I, I think it's really good. I mean, I especially with the Eldrazi cards, you need mana. It's pretty obvious. I think there's better ways to go about it. I, I like there, it. There's so many, there's so many good... Cards, I cards, like drawing cards, go. but I like getting three mana from one card. And I, and I, yeah. I mean that's even though it's kind of pricey, six mana, whatever. I think there's better, there's better mana ramp too than than paying six casting costs. What if you're not playing green though? If you're not playing green, I mean, there's not really better mana ramp. There's better colorless mana ramp. Yeah, we'll I think so. I mean, especially with all these uh, drowsy spawn tokens that come. I mean, these well, exact. I don't, yeah, we'll have to see how those pan out. We'll get into that though. But anyways, I, I think it's nice. And then when you're done with it, you can draw. It's not. It's not a horrible. You draw card. three cards. I mean, it's not. It's it's not great, but it's in the art on it. I mean, you've never seen such a cool picture. It's like an alien it's, with a Rubik's cube. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like a crystal <laughs> Rubik's cube from Eldrazi. Yeah, it's not very good art, but uh, okay. I'm gonna butcher this. This is why they call me the butcher. In at two golem. Perfect. You said it perfect. You're a liar. Oh my gosh. That's, that's the creep part of me. So it's an artifact creature, six casting cost, three, five. Comes in, oh, I'm sorry, I did that last time. It comes into play. Actually, when it dies, you gain four life. So it's just a three, five. It's just it's terrible in every way. I mean, I yeah. just, I don't like it at all. Not good. Yeah. Next. Next. Hedron Matrix. Hedron Matrix, four casting cost. Equipment of all things. Equipped creature gets plus X plus X, where X is its converted mana cost. And then it's four to equip. Kind of pricey, and it's a rare. Yeah, it's um, a pretty crappy rare. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, okay, wow, you know, if I throw this on my Kozilek. 15-15. Well, it'll be a 20-20, it'll be a so I mean, it's like... I, you know, I can see... I mean, limited, it's going to have a place, right? I mean, if you can take the draft? if you yeah. can take one of your walls and double up its toughness, you know, I still, don't, I just think it's pretty lame. You know, and it, yeah, I don't know. I it, mean, there might be some. There's going to be situations where it's decent, but uh, I mean, equipment's. And is equipment. it now? Is the squid caught in a bubble, or what's going on there? Is that uh, at the moon? Yeah, I was at the moon. The moon is a bubble. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the moon. And then we got Keening Stone, six casting cost artifact. Makes me want to huge. Hang on a second, let me finish. Okay. I know you're excited. I hate that. Five right. colorless mana, tap. Target player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his mm-hmm. graveyard, where X is the number of cards already already <laughs> in your yep. graveyard. So it's kind of like a super millstone. It is nasty. That, and I, when I said I wanted to puke, it wasn't because I don't like the card. I just I don't like playing against mill decks. For some reason, I suck against them. I do, and everyone can beat them. I don't. I, don't I mill decks are not. They haven't been great. They haven't been doing great. And stand, I just. I, I lose against them for like, some reason. I don't know. You've seen it. I, I don't get it. All day. Yeah, I, I'm, the, I'm the only guy in our... You're the junk killer. I'm the junk killer. I made a junk killer deck. But Keening, I don't know. Keening Stone, obviously, traumatized, helped, you know, the big combo. Wow. 
you're dead. I but. think it's it's it. People will want this card. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, as casual players. Well, you're gonna see all these stupid mill decks all of a sudden get. Yeah, I don't know if it. It's not standard quality. You know, this is almost playable and limited, but I think the problem is... I think it is. You don't have a Hedron Crab. You don't have any of that stuff, though, in limited with Rise. Oh, no, no, no. So, to me, it's just... I'd, I'd probably pass no, on it. I see it in a standard deck, though. Oh, I, see... I don't know what standard, like, major standard tournaments, but... I can... I can... It's good. I think there's so much counter now. In this set. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. The next card, though, is... is <laughs> good art. Ogres, I'll give that. It's got really good art. Ogre's Cleaver. Two casting costs, another equipment. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool, that's cheap. It's five to equip. Oh, no. See, that's expensive. Equip creature gets plus five, plus zero. So, wow. yeah, I mean, you, you know, you can put it on your Bane Slayer, make it a ten for a strike, but, I mean... Why not just play another Bane Slayer? Why not just, why not just kill them with the Bane Slayer? <laughs> so, I, yeah. I just don't see this being really good at all. Yeah, I mean, you might... Obviously limited. I don't even pick it. Well, come on, it's only two. I'd, I'd, I'd probably snag it like later. Really? No, you probably would. Okay. I probably will. Okay, uh, this is. I'm not butchering this name. Pen and blade. Pen and. <laughs> I'll say pen and blade. Pen and blade. Okay. Penile blade. Penile blade. Another equipment. Three casting cost. Equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each creature you control. It's four to equip. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I just don't. I'm not. Maybe I don't have to play with these cards. Maybe I'm not seeing it. I don't. I think it's just worthless. I wouldn't say that. I agree. You know, you get the spawn tokens and all that, but what? Why waste your time with something like this? I, I don't see it. Well, because it's you can have multiple zones. I mean, in like I don't know. I don't see it being really a popular card, but I it, mean, as far as something you might. I mean, you got to remember Stoneforge too. Yeah, but isn't you know, all the other all the other ones are better? Well, you're talking. I mean, Stoneforge and uh, a white weenie deck. You might. I, that I might see the equipment you might want to grab at that time. I mean, you might want to grab instead of a, you know, Basilisk Collar. You might want to grab. The art's good. Yeah, the art's great. The best thing about it is that it's not a rare, so it's. It's an know. uncommon. Um, prophetic Prism. Yep, Prophetic Prism. Two casting cost, artifact. When it comes into play, and again, I see it comes into play, and it wants to enter the battlefield, you draw a card. And then you can tap it with one colorless mana, so you have to, it's like a filter land. Yeah. You can add any mana to your, you know, any color, any one color to your mana pool. I, I, I think, it. I don't like it at all. I mean, the drawing the card is nice, but you gotta remember, stuff, these filter lands, like, oh, like the Shimmering Grottoes, you know, when they had those in Lorwyn or Morningtide, whatever that was, it's just, yeah. it's not really that useful. You're not gaining a land by playing this. I, I like the card. Well, that's why you play a land. I don't really see how there's going to be any hefty color requirements with Eldrazi. Like in limited, what what do you? No, really you're mean? right. I mean, I mean, you're gonna, I guess. You're but you got to remember I, something. When shards rotates out, you're going to lose all your tri lands. You're going to lose a lot of the lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, then again, you're going to lose a lot of the the gold cards and the split. Well, you still, you know, it still would help if you're trying to even two. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to do a three color deck, you know, it's not a bad idea. I don't know. I I you know, I see what you're saying. I I don't think it's. Plus, drawing a card for two is not horrible. Not terrible. I don't think it's that good. Uh, reinforced bulwark. <laughs> yeah. It's artifact creature. Three casting cost. Wall has defender. Obviously, uh, it's a zero four wall. Basically, it's abilities. You tap it, 
to do... Oh, I'm sorry, you have to prevent the next one damage. Uh, really is... I, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, there's obviously way better walls in pretty much every color. Yeah, well, it's just a common. And obviously, I mean, there's probably one they're just like, well, let's make a really crappy wall. Let's make a crappy wall. You know. Let's just make a crappy wall. But, yeah. So, ruined... Servitor? Uh, you Ruined Servitor? Yeah. Servitor. <laughs> butcher. The two butcher. casting cost. Artifact creature. It is a 2-2. Two, two. Mm. When it is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, each player draws a card, so if it dies... Another. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, uh, it's just... It goes in a mill deck. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't... Again, I... It's all those Jason mill decks. I mean, I don't see... Jason Raider. I mean, if the, uh, if there's some kind of crazy Jace Reader deck where you really want someone to draw cards with you. Well, I think that's the goal with the card. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with that yet. Uh, you can take a couple if you want. This is, oh, I get to take this one? This is, this is the best name for you. Sphinx Bone Wands. Mm. I guess I'm kind True. of immature, but... Seven casting costs, rare... Whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery spell, you may put a charge counter on Sphinx Bone Wand. If you do, Sphinx Bone Wand deals damage equal to the number of charge counters on it to target creature or player. I mean, there's a lot of flexibility there, but... Seven casting costs. But yeah, exactly. Seven casting costs. It looks like... I like the picture. It's like a, <laughs> a pool cue. <laughs> it's like a pool cue case. Like a, yeah. It's like a phallic, a a phallic axe. Like, what is it? It's like the axe part's smaller than the handle. It's so like, what do you like? Clobber somebody with oh, a it's handle? A wand. It's not an axe. Oh, it's oh, I thought it's a wand. So that's it a, is a wand. So it's a small. I guess I can't see the perspective on it. Like, oh yeah, that's okay. So well, it's called Sphinx Bone Wand, not Sphinx Bone Axe. So I guess that makes sense. But. Yeah. But I, I like the case. It's got like a felt case. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm looking for like the blue chalk. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I'm not feeling that card at all. No. Nope. I mean, even limited is like, are you really gonna cast? It's really rare. I guess. I mean, if it I, if it was, you know, the thing is though, is if it was forecasting costs, it'd be ri- ridiculous in a way. Oh, you know, it would it would be good. So it's like. Then warmonger's chariot. Mm. Two casting costs. Equipment again. Another equipment. Um, it costs three to equip, and the equipped creature gets plus two plus two. Mm-hmm. And if the equipped creature does have defender, then it can attack as if it didn't have defender, so it makes your walls attack. What? I mean, I don't know. Is there a wall that's really awesome? I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, just it's too hard to take something like that. I mean, in limited, it's like, if, I mean, uh, if you've got no other options. <laughs> I've heard people talking about making defender decks, and that's even before this stupid card was spoiled, so. Good luck. Have fun with those. Uh, have fun let, me know how, let me know how it does against Jund. Chariot. And then we have the Eldrazi Temple, which was spoiled really early on. And it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's just a non-basic land. Add one to your mana pool, or you can tap it to add two colorless, but obviously you have to spend it on Eldrazi spells or activated abilities. And it does see of colorless Eldrazi, which is kind of strange, but obviously there's no colored Eldrazi, right, that I'm aware of. Oh, there is, you know what, there, well, there's a couple, some of the... Uh, with the ones that make yeah, tokens. So, guys, so you can't use it for those guys, but, you know, I, I think this card's awesome. Well, obviously, I, I mean, if you're going to, I mean, why not? I love I mean, it. Why not? I mean, this reminds me of, like, Urzatron in a way where you can, you know, you can get all the, all those lands out and get two per. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, it's not legendary. I mean, I think it's really got potential. Yeah. If you're going to make some sort of Eldrazi deck, it's, how can it be bad? 
I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, if you're going to have an Eldrazi in your deck, why at least throw two of them in or one? Yeah, I think you could run it. Colorless many. You can use it for anything. And it's good and limited, too. I mean, that extra turn you're picking up with this card. You yeah. Know, I, it's yep. far as, you know, with the mana. I like it. So I I love it. It's good. Uh, evolving Wilds, basically. Oh, Expanse. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, you know, privately trying to figure out why they would make this card. and They're phasing out the old card, so you have to buy it. I mean, that's just how it goes. They must... Well, Terramorphic may not be reprinted. There's, there's not a single word that's different in there, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, the name, the card name. Well, besides the, the card. text. Oh, the... Oh, <laughs> that's true. But, no, I know what you're saying. The art's a little different. And the art is... Well, the art's kind of bad. It's like the tr- yeah, well, trees are I getting... I think it's better than Terramorphic Expanse. Well, the trees are getting torn apart with... They're changing. It's, See, they're turning into. Well, actually, they are evolving. Okay, I couldn't capture that. For they're me. turning into still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you can really say. I mean, it's obviously it's actually kind of nice to have this in limited, you know, for splash or because this stuff's always kind of nice to have in any limited. Yeah. Just so you can have, you know, you can get to your mana. So, but like you were saying, glad to have. Talk about your theory of uh, Amulet of Vigor with the uh, Terramorphic Expanse. I didn't even think about that before, but... Well, Amulet of Vigor decks will never really be constructed playable, but... If yeah, I mean, you're right, though, as far as... It's kind of fun having Terramorphics in a deck. Yeah, yeah but that's <laughs> kind of interesting that now there's eight Terramorphic Expanse yeah. in a deck. And obviously, players will love it, so we don't need to get into well. So I think it's great for limited, so it's always a good... Should we do green well quick, or, or should we just take a break, or how do you want to do this? Oh, I think we should go for the green. Let's do it. Let's do green, and then we'll take a break. We can smoke after that. Yep. Smoking's bad for you. Smoking is bad for our one listener, so don't Yeah, worry. if you're a kid, it's bad for you. If you're older, it's cool. <laughs> uh, where do we start with green here? Ancient Stirrings. It's a sorcery, one casting cost. Yep. Oh, look at the top five cards. Of your library, uh, if you ha- you can reveal a colorless card from among them, and put it into your hand, uh, and then put it you know into the bottom of your library. Blah yeah. blah blah. Obviously, Eldrazi. And then yeah. lands count as colorless, and so those count. I mean, this is just these cards are just lame. I mean, they never really do anything. Well, ah, come on. No, it's not good. I mean, any type of control or not control, but any type of standard decks. Can it's just up. if you're trying to look for an Eldrazi. I mean, well, we were t- obviously this is for uh, what call it. What's that green card? I don't know, but it's... Yeah, it's to take uh, creatures. Well, you search the top six cards, and yeah, so it's pointless. Never mind. Summoning Trap. Summoning Trap was pointless with this card. This it. does not help it, it so never mind. really nothing. And anything, you know, you can do, like, if you're like a blue-green control deck, which could be possible after the second... Oh, yeah, easily. You'd run Helmar Depths or something like that. So something good. Pointless. Aura. Aura. Aura Gnarled. Or a Gnarled. Which is like a little Ewok werewolf or something. Creature beast. Yeah. Badger. Uh, it's a two, or I'm sorry, three casting cost. Uh, two, two. It's a two, two. Grizzly bear. Beast. Creatures with power less than Aura Gnarled's power can't block it. It gets plus one, plus one for each aura on the battlefield. Again, just completely pointless. Not horrible. Yeah, I could see. I'd, I'd think about Unlimited if I mean it. Unlimited? No way. What are you talking about? You know how many totem armors there are? Yeah, I guess it counts all of them on the bat. Nobody, they're not gonna be able to block it. All right, you sold me. I I, I like them. I I, I definitely. Plus, we get plus one, plus one. I want eight of them. All right. Okay. No, I I you know I see what you're saying. You're right. If there's a chance on the board, um, awakening zone three casting cost enchantment. 
at the beginning of the upkeep, you may put a zero one one colorless Eldrazi spawn, and it does the spawn deal where you sack it to add a mana. So every turn you get a token. Every turn, yep. Obviously, you know, this isn't going to be as good as, you know, whatchamacallit, the... From uh, Morning Tide, I can't think of it. <laughs> morning? Are oh, you talking doubling season? Or? Oh, I'll look at it. But anyway, it's it's good. This card is going to be... I think this card's awesome. I mean, I think it's good. Are you talking about the one that shoots out saplings? Well, that too. But I'll find it. Don't worry about it. Are you talking about... <laughs> Who cares? Our listener is, is like, tell, he's, he's like screaming the card name right now. The black one from the fairy decks. Bitter Blossom? Bitter Blossom, there you go. It's not, it's no Bitter Blossom, I guess. Oh, I, yeah. Well, because it's green. It's a brain fart there. This, this is a green card. It's not as good. <laughs> but it, it's actually, I really like this card a lot. Yeah, it's nowhere near Bitter Blossom. No, but I, I think it's great. I mean, I think in green, to be able to get a token every turn is nice. Well, yeah. yeah no, yeah, that's and, great. You know, in limited, it's very useful. That's, good. that's what green needs is a way to get more mana, I think. <laughs> so I think it's good. <laughs> I guess so. I I love it. I, yeah, I, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's great. Bear Umbria. This is spoiled pretty early. Bear Umbria. Umbria isn't it like a pizza chain around here? <laughs> Bear yeah. Umbria. That's why they call me the butcher. Uh, by the way, I'm just gonna make a quick note of all the uh, art for the Umbras. Yeah. It's pretty lame. Pretty terrible. Um, yeah, just like floating in a bear. Yeah, I mean, how could well, this? Be they're bad? all they're all animals, and they're all people sitting inside the like a ghost animal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think they could have kind of like come up with something a little. I get what cooler. they're saying, but I get it. Yeah, like there's a. But the the guy floating in a bear, like I mean, if you saw yeah, that, he's like he's sitting in it. You know, he's like driving the bear. Yeah. <laughs> you'd almost kind of laugh at him. Owing it like a boat. You'd almost laugh at him in battle. Like, you know, is that bear like a, is that a real bear? Is that like a pretend bear? <laughs> if I saw that coming at me, I'd kind of chuckle inside. Part of me died. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I concur. I, I agree. The art is a little strange. Uh, enchant creature, uh, plus two, plus two. The cre- you know, you get plus two, plus two. And then whenever this creature attacks, you untap all lands you control. Obviously, this is really interesting. I mean, it's a great card. Oh, it's got totem armor. I didn't even say that. We just said that, you know, he's inside a bear. Well, that's why. He's got totem armor. Well, yeah, that's what I said. All the totem armor. So, that's good, too. But, yeah, this card's great. I mean, I I like this right when I saw it, you know, besides the art. I thought it was... Yeah. You could obviously, obviously build a deck around it, but you could, you could make your you deck could, really interesting. I, I think you're going to see a green, and, and it's probably going to be more casual, but you're going to see a green and white. Yeah. Green and white. I, I love it. Enchantment deck. Yeah, I think it's good, and I think people have kind I think it'd be fun. Uh, then we got Super Strongman here, Beast yeah. of Balaged. Now we got our first leveler. Yep. Casting cost. We'll try to run through this quick here. It's three casting cost to level it up. Two colorless, one green. This is to level it well, up. Well, we'll just say uh, two two drop, and we'll just you know. Two two. We'll just say where he ends with the levelers. No, we should no. We, so you want to go through this? I step? think our listener would want to know yeah, everything but, about it, everything about the card, including yeah. including the guy. You know, the 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 guys are really strong on the art. He's you want to? Yeah, the art. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Great, he's what is he? He's like uh, a bad mother. He's like Hulk. He's Hogan. like a power creep. He looks like a power creep. I mean, it's like one of us. Yeah, he looks like that's yeah. what we look like. Except he's he a little looks older. just like the butcher. He looks like my old art teacher, kind of, except not strong. But two mm-hmm. two. Uh, so levels one through three. Remember, they started at level zero. So you got to yep. once. He's a four four. 
So essentially what we're saying here, kids, is he can attack on turn three as a four four. Yeah. Dude, so what? What's wrong with that? I mean that's kinda that's okay. Is it turn three? I mean seriously, no. You gotta pump Yeah, you pump three men into him. On turn three you pump three men yeah. into him. Or into the green with the green, and then yeah. you play. You know, get to, get him low before he's a six-six trample. It's okay. It's not good. I don't think it's bad. It's okay. It's okay. Limited yeah, for I mean, sure. You can play with it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. He's. I mean, he might intimidate people though. I, I'd, I'd actually watch a few of those go by. Really? Yeah, I'm sure I'd see something better. Well, how about Bor um Umbra? I'd take that over him. Bor, Bor Umbra is a three casting cost again. This is one of the first spell cards. Uh, this one's actually kind of cool. He's like inside, you know, he's inside the animal, but the animal's actually doing something. He's, he's, he's yeah, actually, and he looks like he's not he's really driving it. <laughs> looks like he's going, taking a dump. <laughs> enchanted creature, uh, you know, so the enchanted creature gets plus three, plus three, and totem armor. I, I think it's good. It's basic, but I mean, it's, it's pretty good. He's big. It's a no, no brainer, limited, right? I mean, yeah, he, it's cheap anybody. enough. It's a cheap enough umbra. First pick or anything, but. Oh. Here's, a, um, here's a one that I, here's one that we just saw last night, first time, right? No, it was a little earlier, but was it? You, this is probably one of your favorites. Go ahead. No, I hate it. Okay. Bram- oh, you think it's good? Bramble snap. Two, Bramble snap. Two, yeah, two casting costs one one trample. Elemental. And you tap an untapped creature you control to give it plus one plus one on the end of turn. I mean. I mean, I guess it's... What? it's I mean, what, what is it going to do? I mean, if you... Okay, so you have, like, three spawn tokens out, and you can tap it up, and then... It's a yeah, four, four I get, you know, there, there you go, if, you, if you're going to be playing with a lot of Eldrazi spawn tokens, because they can't attack, so they're they're pretty worthless, but... I don't see it. And, and again, the art... I don't see it either. Art's really bad. I mean, well, it's about as cool as you can make a bramble. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a rubber binder. Hey, those, aren't those the guys from Golden Axe in the background? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look like containing it. That's pretty sweet. I don't think well, the you gold, guys can see this. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I think that card's just... I mean, again, if you have, like, a strategy where you have a lot of tokens in your deck, you can say, but really? I mean, come on. Yeah. And then we have Brood Warden, five casting cost, four, four, and it gives all your spawn creatures plus two, plus one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my roommate loves that kind. Yeah, well, I, that, that says it all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't like it. But. I mean, if your life partner likes it, I I just don't know. Um, yeah. All your spawn tokens. I mean, really, again, it's just pointless. I mean, I guess if you're if you're trying to run some sort of like if you're going to run a token deck, you're not going to just put a bunch of spawn tokens in. You're going to run like a white lead. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see that being. Like, I win. You know, I. He's dumb. Daggerback Basilisk. Ooh, Daggerback. Daggerback. Three casting Dagger costs, two, two death. That's where it went. <laughs> Isn't that where you learned from Yoda? Daggerback system. <laughs> Three casting costs, two, two death touch. Again, you know, li- limited no-brainer. It's good. I mean, otherwise, it's never going to see a standard play. Yep. Gelatinous Genesis. We saw this kind of early on. It's X, right. X green sorcery. Put X, X, X green ooze creature tokens onto the battlefield. Save. What five mana get two 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 it's basically? It's not really that good. I get. Hey, seven mana get three three three. I really think in limited though this has got a place. You know, you know if you're yeah. running deck and you know why not? See, it's almost like you play later in the game and just throw it out. No, oh yeah, oh no. I, I mean, I've got green decks that make just insane amounts of mana. I it, I see it being okay. This guy, I don't know. I he's a rare. Gigantomancer. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Eight casting costs, so he's 
he's an eight casting cost one one. So you're gonna dump seven mana, seven colorless and one green. Where mm. he's a rare, like you said, he's a creature. Um, you pay and he's, his ability is basically just one colorless. One colorless. So, so I mean, yeah, he's. Well, let me finish what he does. Well, yeah. He could be, People, could be yeah. really bad. Target okay. creature you control becomes a seven seven to one of turn. Mm-hmm. So you can, obviously he can do it to himself. I mean, well, he can do it, yeah, and he can do it to anything. You know, he can do it to all your creatures the same turn. I mean, it's, I guess he's kind of a win condition. He is. I mean, if you, but you can't win the turn you cast him, so you have to ca- cast him out. You can't use that when he comes in. No, you can, but you're not going to have any mana left. He's eight casting cost. Yeah, that's, you have to wait a whole other well, turn. you'd be surprised. I'm telling you, with green, you can. Well, you can have. I mean, I guess you only need like maybe three seven sevens. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not chalk this up as a bad card, but I would well, definitely I say it's, in the right conditions, it, it's okay. And again, I think in limited, it's it's probably worth it. It's worthy. I mean, you're gonna. It's not a bad card. It's not a great card. Uh, gravity well, three casting cost, enchantment. Mm-hmm. Whatever creature with flying attacks, it loses flying to one of turn. I mean, again, I mean, something that green needs. Well, you don't think this is even gonna. I mean, windstorm. Well, I mean, yeah, wouldn't windstorm be better? Yeah. Isn't there like a green lightning bolt that we have? But it's, it's cheap. I mean, it's cheap. It, it, and it's something that's always there. Yeah, but there's no it, surprise factor. It just sits there, and, and the tornado just sits there. And yeah, but that's, that's fine for sideboard. I don't think it's even sideboard worthy. But I mean, you could ring it, I guess. But, growth, you know. spasm, three casting cost, sorcery. Search your library for a basic land card. Put it on the battlefield tapped, and then you get an Eldrazi spawn token. Yeah, rampant growth with the... Eldrazi spawn token. Yeah, I, I, cost more. It's, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I mean, you're essentially getting two mana for three. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, I, I could see that really going, you know. Yep, that's oh, good. Placing rampant growth, maybe. Ah, uh, no, rampant growth. Yeah. But I, I like that card. It's something to watch. I think it's good. Haze frog. Is this the fog guy? The five casting. Yeah, cast? fog. Fog frog. Fog. <laughs> When he enters the battlefield, he's got flash, and he just prevents all combat damage. So I don't. Yeah. Who cares? Really? I mean, yeah, it's a little pricey. Blah blah blah. Um, irresistible prey is a one casting cost sorcery. Target creature must be blocked this turn if able. Draw a card. Um. Ah, it's pointless. I mean, they they have a whole they have, they have these in every color, right? Where it's like one drop. They tried to. Oh, see, I mean, I don't know. There's a well, there's a black card I know in this set where it's a two, it's a one two that if it's blocked it gets plus five in lifelink. I mean, maybe maybe you might want to throw it on that. I yeah, I don't, I don't like it. You know, so but. Yeah. Jaddy Life Strider. It's a five casting cost elemental, two eight. So it's a five casting cost two eight. Mm. When it enters the battlefield, you may tap any number of untapped creatures you control. Then you gain two life for each one you tap. So again, I mean, you're putting in, yeah, you're putting in a two eight. So if you tap all your blockers or whatever, you tap all your walls. Gain, I mean, completely pointless. Isn't there a hundred ways, better ways to gain life than this guy? There's a million. I mean, what? We're almost to the M's, and then I can tell you one. <laughs> Joraga. Joraga. I think it's your yeah. Like is it a, Yorga? I think it's Yoraga three Yorga, speaker. Three speaker. The one casting cost. Uh, everyone's probably seen this a hundred times. The level up guy, where you can tap him for two mana. But anyway, it's a one one, level up cost. So it's one to cast. It's a one casting cost. One one green. Yeah. Level up cost is one colorless, one green. 
So if you dump, if you you know, if you spend the two mana to make it a level one, you can tap it for two green mana. Yeah. So I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm getting four of them for sure. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, turn two, you can have this creature out. Yeah. Level it up and then tap it to give yourself the mana back, essentially. Yeah, it's the uh, Green Weaver Druid, basically, that you can use on turn two. I I love it. It's good. You're probably not gonna you're probably not gonna level it up to five. You know, when you do level up to five, it does become I mean, a one four, and then it gives all your elves the ability to tap for two mana. Yeah, but if I mean, you got an Elvish Arch Druid, you know. Yeah. So you're not gonna really who it's cares? Really but boy, that first you level it up just to, to level one just seems like a no brainer. Yeah, then that's probably as far as you're gonna level it, really. And then we got the kin. Kazandu Tusk Collar, two casting costs. Everyone's seen this too. It's the one one. It's one one the whole way. It's a leveler creature. Uh, you, again, the same level up cost. One colorless, one green. Th- this one you have to get to level two to put a three three elephant token in. Tap it, and it's it's a and tap, tap ability. So you have to tap the creature to put a three three, which isn't you know it's not horrible. It does give you card advantage. This may be one. This may be one of those that's better when we play with it. I think obviously it's, limited is probably good, but it's going to be like a Dragon Master Outcast, like a, along those lines of awesomeness. Yeah, which is just okay. Which is like okay. It seems like it'd be sweet, but it's not quite as good. Well, I don't think people are too excited about this. Well, plus one. it's a one-one. I mean, this whole set's designed to kill weaklings. Yeah. So, see ya. We have a Kalani Hydra. This is the what is the eight? He's eight casting costs. Every you know, he's eight green, so it's green, 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 green. You know, the, down the whole board there. Yeah. Um, and then you can reduce him by one green for every green creature you control. He's an eight-eight trample, and this one was pretty early, spo- you know, early it's on. Great card. And that, yeah, I think we it's both. It's a free creature. I mean, he's going to be almost a free creature in a green deck. Well, even if you even if you get him out for three or four, whatever. He's, he's an eight-eight trample. You know. I, you know, I like it. I don't I know where it's going to fit in. I mean, we're not really talking too much about standard with a lot of these, but I, I don't know where this guy would ever fit in. But again, we like the card in general. I love it. Um, Kozilek Predator. He's he's one of those uh, you know forecasting cost. He's a three three. He's one of those El- spawn token guys, the Eldrazi drones. So when he comes into play, how many you put in two colorless spawn tokens? And yeah. remember the spawn tokens you can sack to get the one man out of them. Um, yeah. I, I think these are all going to be really playable and limited. I think you're not going to have a choice. Yeah. Spawn token guys, you're going to have to. You think so? You think it's a necessity? Well, oh, absolutely. And he's a 3-3. Three, three. He's a 3-3 three, three body. I think that's debatable because I think it really depends how much of an impact Eldrazi are going to have. In limited or in standard? In standard. Well, I'm talking about limited. I'm saying this is kind of like limited. You're going to want to run all these. Oh, so, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, in standard, I don't see it. I don't know. After after shards is gone. Well, we'll wait until the set comes out and people play with it for six months. We'll come back and tell people if it's good. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you now. Uh, Leaf arrow. This is the one casting cost instant three damage to target creature with flying. Remember, this is green. Yeah. Of I get. I mean, it, you know, it might be a sideboard, but boy, it, you know, it kills, nah. kills uh, you know, it kills vampires. <laughs> I mean, if you think what? about it, standard, I mean, it kills you know. What? Not- this thing will kill Nocturnus. Well, no, no Nocturnus isn't flying, is he? Yeah, he is. If if the top card you'll ever is a flying. He's out of reach, though. Yeah. So that wouldn't do any good. What, what, Nighthawk. He'll kill a Nighthawk. Not if Nocturnus is out. Oh, I'm saying he'll kill a Nighthawk. In general. Yeah. The spell will kill a Nighthawk. Just, just, there's better sideboard. Wind, I mean, Windstorm yeah, is true. what you would sideboard. Because you killed I all the like, vampires. I like the idea of a... Whoop. 
Lightning Bolt for green, but I think you're right. It's probably it's worthless. too conditional. Uh, Living Destiny is forecasting cost. Be worthless. Instant as an additional cost to cast Living Destiny, reveal a creature card from your hand. Okay, so you gotta sh- you got to reveal a creature card from your hand. Yeah. Gain life equal to its converted mana cost. They've been trying to print these cards. Yeah, for, it's like, hey, look at look what I got in my hand. True. I mean, yeah, you could gain 15 life, you know. Yeah, then, they're, then they can just well, go through. You know, you could gain a lot of life, potentially, but it'll never see play in any fashion, I, I can imagine. Unless if somebody comes up with some crazy deck with it. But I no, I, don't know, I think that'd be hard. Light of the Masses, one casting cost instant. Target creature gets plus one, plus one to end of turn for each other creature you control. I'm sorry, for each creature you control. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good. It's an instant. Yeah. I mean, it's a giant growth, essentially. I mean, it it's, it's essentially more than that. Essentially less. But I, think, I mean, it's I probably going to average risk. 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 3 plus 3. Mm. I don't love it. It's for each creature you control, not each other. And you got to remember, when you're talking about green, I mean, like with the wolf briar elemental, it's all, like the all the elves. Spawn tokens. Yeah, I mean. And it's one of those things where you can say, "What creature aren't you blocking?" No. So are we oh, gonna get? Oh, he's a you know boom. Are we gonna get some sort of green like speed deck again? Like remember, remember like when Planar Chaos came out and stuff, we had like those speedy. Because that's where I would see something like this. And this isn't a finisher or anything. It just seems like. Like Might of the Masses. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna see? I mean, where are you gonna really put this card? Oh yeah, you'll see it in. I don't know. I I, I have a feeling you'll see it in some some standard decks. I mean. All right. Momentous Fall. Everyone knows about this one, too, right? It's been spoiled. It's great. Forecasting costs instant. Sacrifice a creature, and then you draw cards equal to that sacrifice creature's power, and you gain life equal to its toughness. It's forecasting cost. Rare. I mean, it's obviously amazing. I mean, we... It's amazing. I mean, it's kind of pricey. It kind of... I mean, for instant, like... I mean, you're not really... You're not really ever going to be like, okay, i got to set four mana aside. Usually, you're using a lot of that mana to make a bunch of tokens or to make a bunch of, you know... I could see it with, like, Omnath or something like that. I would think it's really not, because, you know, a lot of people are saying maybe a control deck, so I think it's more, uh, like you're saying, more of that speed green deck where if they're going to kill, like, your, if you, you know, if you spend all this time putting out a big creature in a green deck, and then they're just going to kill it with, like, Terminate or whatever, at least you could have this as kind of yeah. a backup plan. I, you yeah. know, I think it's good. I, I think giving any type of, like, mono green or whatever, green, red, this type of card draw potential is nice. I think what you're going to see with this card is you're going to see some kind of manipulation with it. I think you're going to see something where where you can where you can just hack the card. There's going to be some combo with it. It's good. It's sure. going to be popular. People are going to want it. You know, they'll want it at the pre-release. The next card is going to be really huge. The Muldea Channelers, Muldea, Muldea. Yeah, you don't have it up on your screen there for some reason. But. I'll find it. <laughs> I actually, I know what you it know is. You know what it does. It's three casting costs, two, two. And this is where you play the top card of your library revealed. It's great. It's, it's a great through. card. And then, uh, you know, if it's a creature card, this Mool Daya gets plus three, plus three. Five, five, basically. It's basically a five, five. If it's a land card, you can tap them for two mana of any one color. So, really, you know, if you have, like, an instant or a chip and a top, it's nothing, but the card's awesome, yeah. Two hot chicks, like, with nails that look like wolves. (laughs) Two hot cat chicks. You've seen Avatar. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Cat-looking chicks. They're, like, not blue. Except they're not blue and... (laughs) Tall and... 
Well, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I think that card's really good. I don't think it's going to be super great, but it's it's good. I mean, it's it's kind of a it kind of. I think I think it'll be good. It reminds me of Doran a little bit, where you have the three the three drop five five, in, you know, in certain circumstances. But I like it. Then we have Naturalize, and I'm going to go over Naturalize, which is just disenchant. Uh, Nima Stilt Lurker. Uh, this is just five casting cost three five vanilla. We're not going to waste our time. Nest Invader. When Nest Invader enters the battlefield, put a zero one colorless spawn token. You get a two, two casting cost. It's a grizzly bear. Two casting cost two two. So you get you, you get it's one. A bear with the, yeah, yeah, bear with the token. Bear with the token. Yeah, I think it's very playable. Not bad. Limited. Undo giant four casting cost two four. This is where you can search your library for a land when it comes into play. And it actually comes into play tap, so not the worst card, but not really. Yeah, good yeah. Whatever. I mean, Borderland Rangers, what? Three? It needs a two, three. Yeah, but it goes into your hand, though. Yeah. Just puts it into play tapped. So. We have Overgrown Battlement. This is one of the first spell cards. It's a, not a bad card. It's a zero four wall, two casting cost, def- you know, obviously it's Defender. And you can tap it to add green for every, you know, for each uh, creature you have with Defender. Yeah, so you got two walls. I mean, you can tap a wall to add two. Green. I don't really see much use for it. I mean, not, if it's an accelerant, you're going to have way more options. But Yeah, green usually wants to flood and attack. They don't want to throw out a bunch of walls. You can take the next one. What? Oh, you don't want to try that one? <laughs> butcher? Oh, yeah, I should. I should butcher it. Palaka worm. Well, you said worm, Rob. <laughs> yeah, worm. So it's funny I said palaka, right, but I couldn't say it. The, the tough part. Worm is worm's a tough one. Worm. Worm. What's this worm do? Well, let me tell you. This worm has trample. He's a 7-7. Seven, seven. He's, uh, when Palaka Worm enters the battlefield, you gain 7 life. And when Palaka Worm is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, draw a card. 7 mana for a 7-7, seven, seven, gain 7 life, and draw a card. Okay, and it's trample. And, and, the, and it's 4 it's colorless it's... and 3 green. You know, so it's 7 mana. Not bad. Oh, it's really good. I mean, you're, you're getting a 7 mana. With... It's an uncommon. I mean, it's... You're not getting, you know, normally you get a 7 mana... Seven seven, you know. What was that? I saw that. What was that? Magic uh, da- Daily MTG, right? Didn't they? They compared it to what uh, two sets ago. Like Time Spiral, I think, had a worm. Oh really? That was a seven seven drop seven seven. Did that was probably vanilla. Yeah, I mean this guy's good. It's vanilla, yeah. He's good. I mean he's uncommon. He'll find a place. I'm not probably not constructed, but. No. Phrase vengeance. Target creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn. It's you know it's a mini giant girl. With rebound, so you can yeah. it. I don't see a point. Uh, it's well, I mean, if you if you're the type of person that's gonna play Giant Growth, hey, here's a card for you. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Realm, <laughs> Realms Uncharted. This is obviously the green gifts on given. Search your library for four lands with different names. An op- opponent will choose two of those. He puts the chosen cards. You know, you, you put the chosen ones into your graveyard. You get to choose mm-hmm. two. So you know, I don't really see a huge use for this. Uh, well, Knights of the Reliquary. Yeah, that's a good combo. I mean, it's great. I mean, you know, if you, you can grab, you know, I doubt. Well, you can. You might have. You're probably gonna have three, three different fetches. Well, you could grab like a, you know, like you could grab two man lands and two fetches, but they're probably just gonna make you pitch the man land. So you got to really be careful. <coughs> Excuse they me. Might, you know, but if they if they make you pitch the man lands, then you got two fetches. So then you're gonna just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I mean that that's better yet for the Knight of the Reliquary. It is, so it's three casting cost. 
and it's an instant. Yeah, basically, it's so the same. It's definitely, it's definitely playable. I mean, you could just, you know, maybe just use it to, you know, for to pull lands out. Well, you, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like. But that card to me just screams nice of the road quest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good card. It's gonna be good. Snake Umbra, which is another one of these uh, totem armors, three casting cost, enchantment aura, you know, enchant creature. The creature gets plus one plus one, and whenever it deals damage to an opponent, you draw a card. You know, mm-hmm. interesting. It's green. Yeah, it's kind of interesting for green. So you know, any of the totem ar- armors that aren't you know five or six casting costs, in my opinion, are all playable in some way. Exactly. Green, obviously, maybe standard. You know, usually lately, what in the last what, five six sets, anytime a creature has to attack to draw a card, that kind of thing, unless they have evasion of some sort. Yeah, and they usually don't. They, they usually don't because they're Thada Adele, or they're... <laughs> uh, well, geez, there's a well, they had that 1-1 one, one from Larva. One in this set. Or, in this set, horrible. Yeah. But, again, you know, you can throw it on, you know, I mean... You can Drawing a card is nice for green. a flying green. creature or something. And, and green's got a lot of creatures that are going to trample over, so... Not, not bad. Another Umbra with Spider Umbra, one casting cost, enchantment. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and has reach. Not bad. Really not I'm bad. I'm not on that either. I, I think, you know, obviously there seems, to be, there seems to be a ton of flying in this set. It's a one drop. It's a one drop, and the way I look at it, too, is... What does it have totem armor? Regardless, it's a totem armor. Yeah, that's true. You see her? She's in the spider. Yeah, she's driving the spider, yep. She's driving it, so... One mana, and you're going to have something... You can turn... Some th- a potential combo making creature. For a leveler, you can keep making. Sure yeah, exactly. So it, to me, it's just a no-brainer. Plus, it gains some positive attributes. So. Spore cap spiders, just a one-five reach for three. Yeah, typical. Uh, we need a spider. We need a spider for green. Stomper cub, five casting cost five three trample. Real you know, vanilla ish. Um, Here's the guy. He was uh Okay, this is the Tejuru Preserver. Two casting cost two one. Elf Shaman creature. It's rare. Mm-hmm. Um, spells and abilities your opponents control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. So it just Which, nullifies the effect. It's nice because it goes against what the whole set's kind of trying to do. Well, I think I think in limited it's, it's definitely a nice surprise because if they no if, if they get a big Eldrazi out and they're you know they're hoping they can make you sack two or three permanents when it attacks this thing will be like uh uh-uh. yeah but the Eldrazi I'm I don't they'll know they probably kill you with their eight eight anyways yeah exactly <laughs> I mean well I mean yeah because in limited you're gonna you know I guess you could chump block it all day with your Eldrazi tokens if you had them out but. I don't know. This guy. If they're attacking get, with it. You're in trouble this anyway. This guy, you know, this 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 may get play if like Eldrazi stuff gets real popular. But you know, which after shards it might. Two one. Well, there you go. That's why you got your spider totem umbra. Yeah. Because hey. Uh, next, uh, two more three, cards two. left for green. We have Venge or Venge Vine. Venge. You think it's Venge or Venge? It's Venge Vine. It's Venge Vine. I like Venge Vine or Veggie. I like to call it Veggie Vine. I like to call it salad shooter. <laughs> jumping, look at it. Jumping salad. Forecasting cost four three haste. This is a mythic. Mm. So that's basically what it is. Four three haste. Now, whenever you cast a spell, if it's the second creature spell this turn, you may return it from your graveyard to the battlefield. You may jund your pants. You may put this in your jund deck right now. Yeah, this is going to be really hot right away. Yeah. It's going to go right into jund because of Bloodbraid Elf. Yeah, Everybody what's coming out? Really excited about this guy, and I think he's good. He's really good. He's good. I mean, isn't he really good? Just as a four, 
Four three haste. Haste, anyways. Yeah, but, but I, that, that doesn't make him good enough for Jun. Well, no, but obviously not with Bloodbraid. But once you lose Cascade or Bloodbraid, Alpha, is he really going to be that good? No, see, I don't think so. I, I kind of agree. I think you're going to see him go from. He's going. I mean, right now, what he's pre-selling for twenty-five bucks. Yeah, that's a little high. He's gonna, I think even after Jun starts using him. He might not be as good as. He might not make the cut, yeah, because everyone's gonna have all these walls and stuff now. Because that's just that's just saying that your blood braid will go into something. Yeah, I mean that's assuming your spells are gonna cascade into more creatures. Exactly. I mean, so what blood braid is gonna cascade into what putrid leech, <laughs> elvish visionary maybe if you're running the elvish visionary version. I mean, so. It's yeah. obviously a no-brainer for John. You know, and obviously you could. I don't know if it's smart, but you could maybe look at the Naya decks, too, because they are running Blood Braid. Yeah, that's true. You're right. And, and Naya actually... And, or else with, well, with Eos, Ranger, or whatever his name is, Ranger of Eos, or whatever, you could yeah. you know, fetch up two green guys. Right. I, actually, I think it's... I think you're right. I think it goes better with Naya. I think either way, it's a winner. So, I, I mean, this card, you know, when you're at your pre-release or whatever, you want to pick these up, obviously. For Get them, because they're hot. But I, they're, gonna, they're only going to be hot with shards. That's what around. I mean. I'm thinking after that, you know, then again, it could end up in some crazy... Well, got to remember, too, a lot of the... the your, I mean, how many of these tokens are going to be coming into play? What do you mean? Uh, well, like, uh, these Eldrazi tokens. Yeah, but you have to cast a spell, though. Does it say cast into play? You yeah, to, it does. You have to cast so, never mind. Creature spells, not just two spells. Two yeah, spells. but never mind. I don't... So, we'll see with it, but obviously right now, it's ridiculous. It has two homes and two of the two best decks in standard. Cool art. So it's a no-brainer. It's art's actually pretty good. We're making fun of the salad shooter, but it's actually pretty good art. It does look good. Yeah. And then we have finally in green we have Wildheart Invoker. We're not gonna spend a lot of time on this guy. Forecasting cost four three creature. You have, it's one of these deals where you spend the eight mana to get like a social ability. Yeah, every they and every color has one of these. Yeah, and they're just bags. not that good. I mean, eight mana to give a creature five five and against trample whatever. Yeah, that one's this one's actually not horrible. Again, I can see it maybe limited if it just. I just have a feeling with limited though. We're just going to see a lot of. You're going to be able to draft a lot of the bigger creatures. This that's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty tough. I think drafting. Well, yeah, it's going to be really. What am I going to play? Well, you know, bomb. Well, well, it's a lot of. I think it's really the bomb theory kind of goes away where you're drafting all bombs. I I think you're really going to draft that way. I mean, you're going to draft like you uh, have to. It's like seventeen Eldrazi cards. But I think you're going to. I mean, what you, you're not going to play like a weenie strategy. I think it's pointless because you're just well, you're just going to get killed. You know, you're going to yeah, you might get someone down to ten life, but they're just going to play a they're going to play one of the big Eldrazi creatures if they can hold off long enough. They're going to play a yeah. wall, one of those walls. Not necessarily saying walls. weenie, but you could you could kind of do a mid rangey type even. I mean, they're going to have to block. Because even like a lot of the removal sources, like in Zendikar draft, removals are you know most of the removal or some of the removals are pretty much a first pick automatic. Well, yeah, that's the thing. In and there really set, is no removal that's going to be a... The only removal in this set is removal to kill weenies. Well, basically. then you got some of the sacrifice and stuff, yeah. And you have... Which we'll get into with black and stuff, but... I think, uh... uh that, that, that's it for green, so... Yeah. I think we should take green a little break. Just, well, what do you think of green overall? It's it's pretty good. I think green did really well. Yeah. I think green did really well, and at first it actually seemed like it was the best. Like it did the best. I don't even know. I think we should get to our all of our spoiler before. I, uh, I think in white and black. Before we can say what. Oh. No, I'm I'm saying white or black and green. Really? How about all the colors? Is everything but blue? Blue did well. 
I think Blue did really well. Uh, well, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. All right, we're gonna we'll be back with you guys a little bit. This is Fade in the music. Creepcast. We are the Power Creepers. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Welcome back to part two of the Creepcast. Uh, we are the Power Creepers. We're going to keep rocking and rolling here on the uh, Eldrazi spoiler. That's right. We're at red. It's red time. Why don't you start reading some of the cards? Mm, no, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start with Akum Boulderfoot. Six casting costs. When Akum Boulderfoot enters the battlefield, he deals one damage to target creature or player. He's a four or five. Eh. Yeah, that's it. There's, there's no more. <laughs> I yeah, I really don't see six casting costs. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, battle rampart, a three-drop wall. Um, it's a wall that you can tap. Target creature gains haste until end of turn. Not horrible. I like it. I mean, yeah. I think you can, you know, giving your giving an Eldrazi haste. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, good. I think it's really good. I mean, I think it's. I don't know how you would fit it into maybe limited, but... Yeah, you don't get to pay any mana. You just tap it. So it's fine. I like it. Next. Uh, battle Rattle Shaman. <laughs> That's right. It rhymes. It's a uh, forecasting cast. It's uh, at the beginning of your combat on your turn, you may have target creature get plus two, plus zero until end of turn. And he's a two-two. Every combat you can give somebody plus two. I don't really see much. I mean, he's uh, you know he's probably gonna go in some kind of gobliny deck. Uh, I, I don't guess. even know about. Yeah, <laughs> you think? What about red deck wins? Ah, no. Way. Nope. No way. No way. Not efficient enough. Nope. You're... Go next. Go to uh, your buddy here. Oh yeah, the uh, the brimstone mage. Three casting cast. Okay, this guy's a leveler. Mm-hmm. He's basically a Timmy. Um, you pay four cat. He's gonna come in as a two-two. You can level him up for four mana. Stuck. In levels one through two, he's a regular Timmy. He's a he's a two three Timmy. Okay. One damage target creature player. And now if you get him up to level three or greater, he gets two four toughness and power and toughness. And then you tap him to bolt either a creature or a player. Yeah, I, I don't see much upside with him. I mean, uh, he's pretty expensive. You, could, you know, but his, you can host somebody's spawn strategy, but I mean, really, yeah. I mean. He's, well, not only that, but you can you can bolt him every turn. That's yeah. But how much mana you gonna dump into him to do that? Yeah, you but might as well freaking fireball him. Yeah, you know he Whatever. could be in a multicolored deck. He did, I mean, the leveler is only one one red and three colorless, so not a horrible card. I, I know a lot of guys hate it, and it you know I think it's just something that's not gonna get a lot of play. Uh, okay, brew birthing, two casting cast sorcery. If you control an Eldrazi spawn, put three Eldrazi spawns into play. Yeah, I mean it's too it's too conditional, obviously. In my no, opinion, I don't, I don't like that. Good. I don't like I, that kind of stuff. Oh, I think it's good. I think it's really good if you if you can use it. Yeah, I mean, getting three you know spawn creatures with one card is ridiculous. Yeah, and there's there's obviously ways to get tons of those. Yeah, but guys, I was a little nervous, but I you know I keep an eye on that one. You might it may be a three or four cent card. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it might. It might jump up to ten cents. It might. So that's it a good watch. Keep an eye on that one. All right, let's move on to conquering Manticore. For six mana, you're going to get a five-five flyer that basically has what? Mark a mutiny. Yeah. I mean, he's just going to 
when he comes into play, you you take one of their creatures and it gains haste and can attack. See, now this guy would have been if they would have gave him haste, that would have been really good. But yeah, but he's a five five flyer. Not bad. I don't think it's bad. It's okay. Again, I've just seen a lot of okay stuff. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. How about Devastating Summons for one red? Okay, yeah, this one. As an additional cost to cast Devastating Summons, sacrifice X lands. Then you get to put two X X red elemental creature tokens out on the battlefield. So, yeah, if he comes in... You're gonna if you sack it's a sorcery. So hey, okay, I'm gonna sack ten of my lands. Now I got two ten tens. And I don't know. I, I you know again if they had haste, I maybe this would be be sweet in a Balakut deck. (laughs) 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 Wouldn't it? Not quite. What do you think? Well, I mean, no, 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 probably not. But that'd be sweet, Jund. I don't think (laughs) deck. Yeah, Jund doesn't have any problem with his mana, so. I yeah I don't I just it's not a horrible card. It's not it, it it's something I guess you just well I don't think it should be a rare I don't want to pull it yeah not right now I don't want to box the next but, card I want to pull the disaster radius no way I don't kidding disaster radius seven casting costs this is another rare mind yeah, you this is horrible as an additional cost to cast disaster radius reveal a creature card from your hand so that right away you know it's cool. <laughs> Disaster Radius deals X damage to each creature your opponents control, where X is the revealed card's converted mana cost. So, okay, let's just say you have a Miracle in your hand. Cool. You just dealt 15 damage to all their creatures. Yeah, I mean, it's it's okay, but it's just too expensive. Yeah. It's too expensive to be relevant. Too expensive. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah, all right, fine. I mean, it, it yeah, it might, yeah, I don't know. How about Imrakul's Hatcher for five casting costs? It's a 3-3 that comes out with three little guys. Three little... Little guys? Spawn tokens? Three little spawn tokens. I'll and again, spawn. Those, it's just like the other spawn tokens. Like, I think he's good. He's good. I think he's better than most of them. Well, tell you the truth. Give me a three for... He's a 3-3 three, three with three tokens yeah. for five. No, there's That's, nothing wrong with him. He's pretty good. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> Explosive revelation. Five mana. All right, now choose target creature or player. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Explosive, explosive revelation deals damage equal to that card's converted mana cost to that creature or player. Put the non-land card into your hand and the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. Um, reminds me of uh, Treasure Hunt. Well, yeah, like a bad, I mean, a bad Treasure Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, this is the expensive uh, Treasure Hunt, but I mean, it's going to deal damage. It's just so unuseful. I mean, you, I mean, we're starting to see a pattern here with red, where it's like all their removal, or all their damage is kind of like random, kind of, or well, no control over it really. Yeah, they, that's what I think they're doing with uh, with removal now. It's kind of they're going in the direction they went with with the counters. You know, it's specific. It's targeted removal. So, fissure event, fissure event, five casting cast, sorcery. Choose one or both. Destroy target artifact. And or destroy target non-basic land. That's that's a, it's not bad. I mean, you know that might be better when uh, Scars of Mirrodin's out. Yeah. So right. Then what are you going to destroy? Basilisk collar. Well, I think in well, it wouldn't be a bad thing. But you're not going to run. It's not going to play it standard, but boy, it's a it's a really good sideboard option. Limited. There's no question. Although ah, it's pretty expensive. The non-basic. Well, I, I just use a room blaster. 
Well, in limited, I said. Oh, in limited, yeah. okay. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a lot of non-basic lands, so it's kind of pointless. But it is really not. Yeah, I mean, limited. Artifacts, so yeah, it is really pointless. Flame Slash. Flame Slash. It's a great card. Well, one, With one casting cost, Flame Slash deals four damage to target creature. Yeah, I don't see that being bad in any I mean, way. It's, you know, it's <laughs> not a bolt. You're not going to be able to do it to the player, which, I mean, bolt most of the time will go to the player. It seems like it will red deck wind, you know. It's really good. I think it's definitely going to find a home. It, it'll see standard play. It's not as good as Lightning Bolt because it's not Idea. personal, obviously, but, you know. Okay, now Forked wow. Bolt is uh, one casting cost. Forked Bolt deals two damage divided as you choose among one or two target creatures and or players. So, if you want to do, like, one damage to, you know, your opponent and maybe, like, one damage to... To yourself. What? Yeah, <laughs> to what? I mean, it's... I don't know, it's okay. It's just okay, because, I mean, you, you think, like, it's standard, okay, you know, early on against... And it's a sorcery, mind you, so it's not even cool as a, as like... Well, it has, know, because it's it's rebound, right? It's not rebound. Oh, that's not even rebound? No. I thought they spoiled it as rebound. Oh, God, that's... I, that wouldn't even save it, I don't think. That's terrible. Yeah, so it's just not cool. Looks <laughs> uh, Goblin Arsonist. One casting cost, one one Goblin Shaman. When Goblin Arsonist is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may have it deal one damage to target creature and or player. That's the. That's a new mock fanatic. I mean, yeah. it's it's not as good obviously, but it's very playable. I mean, you got to remember you can block a two two and kill it. So. What? It can block a two two and kill it. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm no like, problem. Oh, oh, ten, okay. It can block a, it can block a, you know, a ten ten, non trample, and then kill a one one at the end of the turn. So. Well, yeah, it's got a, it's more like. It's very, very fine. I mean, yeah, it's very good. fine. It's very, it's very near fine mid, condition. Not near mint, but it's very fine. Okay. It's gem mint ten. <laughs> no, well, I won't go that far. <laughs> How about the goblin tunneler? You know, you know, it's gonna be good when it has tunneler. <laughs> If it's going to be digging something, it's got to dig something. So this guy's two casting costs one one. And he's a goblin, of course. And you tap him, target creature with the power two or less is unblockable this turn. So what? Maybe. What are you going to send? What are you going to send? That's two for red. Or yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's not bad. But I, I hate creatures that tap to do stuff. But I do. Obviously, they're, they're slowing gonna, the game down. That's just gonna kill the worn instigate. I mean. Yeah, I don't see him missing any play. No, the Tunneler actually reminded me of this next card. And this next card is Grotag, the Siege Runner. Yeah. Two casting cards, two one. You're going to pay one red and you sacrifice him, destroy target creature with Defender, and then deal two damage to that creature's controller. Usually when I think of Tunnelers, I think of like going into walls. I mean, really, is, it, is, is his only real option just a sideboard and limited? Even even, yeah. Sideboard, I mean, standard, but in limited, if someone's got, like, maybe four walls... Yeah, I mean, the walls are going to be pretty powerful, the drafts. What about Heat Ray? It's an instant fireball that, uh, yeah, does damage to creatures only. No, I think it's, it's probably one of your better removal options in limited. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's really one of the few that can actually kill something. Yeah, you're right. So, I, it's, it's not Emrak. <laughs> it's playable. Okay, let's talk about Hellion Eruption. <laughs> Love it. 
Six cast and cast sorcery. Sacrifice all creatures you control, then put that many 4-4 red hellion creature tokens out in the battlefield. I don't know. Is that bad? I think it's a good card. Uh, six mana. I mean, you can attack. You know, I mean, you can do it after your... You know, obviously, you probably want to do it on your second main phase. Oh, yeah. Unless you got that wall that gives them all haste. Well, the wall only gives one creature haste. But, and never mind, and plus you'd have to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to kill it. Yeah, because you, you don't get to pick. You have to sacrifice all creatures. Yeah. I don't see too many options for this. I think, you know, you could... If you saw some kind of weird white and red weenie deck, which I don't think you're going to see, maybe... Well, Koros? Kind of like a Boros, Koros kind of thing. He might be like yeah, a like mean, finisher, but you was, I, I don't see it. This is too much mana. Yeah, it is. It's pretty pricey. Okay, this guy. Okay. Th- okay, this guy. <laughs> this guy's getting a lot of talk. Yeah. This is, this is Cargon the Dragon Lord. The Dragon Rider here. He's two Kaznikovs. He's a leveler. He's a mythic card. And now when he comes out, he's he's just going to be a 2-2. Oh. Which is pretty meaty. <laughs> pretty beefy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a grizzly bear. Yeah, for red. Red doesn't have that, so. Yeah. Now his thing is he's only one red to level. But, okay, levels 4 through 7, he's going to be a 4-4 flyer. Which is not bad. No. But he gets really good when you get him past level 8. Yeah. Or 8. Eight and up, he becomes a flying trample, shivan dragon. Eight eight. Yeah, eight, well, he's five. he's one shivan dragon. It's it's really good because you really you're dumping technically what eight mana into it, and you're getting an eight 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 flying ten mana. You're getting an eight eight flying trample, yeah, flying trample with fire breathing. So it's. I mean, you really can't, you know, you can't really lose the game if you get him that far. I mean, at least it's limited. I don't see Oh, that. you can pass it. Yeah, I mean, you can O-ring. You can, there's a lot of things. You can hex mage him. I mean, whatever. I still think he's really good. I like him. I think he's good. He's worth some dough, right? What's it, what? I don't, you know what? Let me let me check. I can, I can say what... You're wondering what, they, what the pre-sell is on him? Sure. I know he's a pretty, pretty hyped card. Let's, let me check. Line 4-4, four, four, you know... Oh, this looks like 10 bucks. $10. Definitely worth it. I mean, I don't know... Well, the thing about standard, though, where does he doesn't really go anywhere right away, does he? I mean, he doesn't go in. I mean, Jund, obviously, he doesn't really go in. No, but you know, he might be good for red deck wins. Yeah. Red deck wins. Red deck wins burns out. Yeah, that's one problem with red deck wins, but it doesn't really have a lot of extra mana turns like one through four because it's always doing something. And yeah, by the time this guy levels up, he's they better be dead. Red deck loses. Well, the problem with red deck wins too is you usually get to the point like if you if you lose if you lose, it's they're probably down like five life or four life, and and you just have no cards. Well, even swinging for so four. I mean with yeah, I you know, and plus you can throw all that extra mana into him, pump him up, and there you go. He'll definitely people find a, people will find a home for him. We'll find a home for him. No Should we talk about Kiln Fiend? Yes. Two casting cost one two. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, Kiln Fiend gets plus three plus zero on challenge turn. Not horrible. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I could see him like maybe being tossed in like a Pyromancer Ascension deck or something. Yeah, but you don't really want to play any creatures with the Pyromancer Ascension deck, and well, especially that kind of creature. Have to. There he is. <laughs> are we gonna talk? Are we gonna talk about the Lagok Lizard? Vanilla three three. You can skip. Okay, he's, never mind. He sucks. Yeah. All right, Lava Fume Invoker. A three casting cost, 2-2. Two, two. This is another one of those uh, 
eight, pay eight mana, and creatures you control get plus three, plus zero until end of turn. I mean, you pay sixteen mana, and they get six. How how great! I mean, how awesome! Well, again, you go back to the red deck, red deck win strategy. Well, actually, for this guy, more of like a goblin deck. Yeah, this would be. You know, if you need a finisher, but I again, I think by the time you have eight mana, where you can actually use this guy on the board, you're probably not going to win. Yeah, no. Billy just doesn't have a. Home. I mean, he's a common, and rightly so. Here's a card that was spoiled, what right away, just about. Yeah. Uh, the Lord of Shatter Skull Pass. This is actually going to be a uh, the release card, the free card, the promo. Okay, this is the guy at the at the not the pre-release, but the release. Yeah, the pre-release is Emrakul. Yeah, Emrakul. Obviously, everybody go to the pre-release. I mean, you got to get that card. Yeah. Uh, the release, you might want to. I mean, Lord of Shadow Skull Pass. Well, he's, he's a pretty decent card. He's a forecasting cost. He's a 3-3. Three, 3-3. Three. Three, three. And uh, it's, it's going to cost 2 to level him. It levels 1 through 5, he's a 6-6. Six, six. But then when you get him to level 6 and above, he's a 6-6 six, six that whenever he attacks, he deals 6 damage to each creature depending player controls. So, he's not... He's. I think he could a nice guy. I don't know where you <laughs> he's a he's a creeper. Creep. I don't know where you could see him again. Uh, I think it's it's hard to say because six damage to everything, you know, obviously sounds ridiculous. Yeah, right but the now. Is a chain reaction or really that sounded. Yeah, but then when you when you have all these big Eldrazi's and stuff and all that, and they're all eight eights and ten elevens and all that, is that really going to make a difference? Well, my initial reaction with him is I really liked him because he only has to attack. I don't think he's bad. Well, he's not bad at all. But he doesn't, you know, he is, and he's a turn, technically, what, turn 5, 6, 6. Mm-hmm. So he needs a little bit of acceleration. Yeah. But I really like the fact that he doesn't have to tap or anything silly. He can just attack, and his ability is is going to activate. Yeah, so exactly. So basically, he can attack. He's kind of like a noble blast worm, is what you're trying to say. He's about that good to you? No, I would say he's better than noble blast worm. I don't like him. Let's well, say I I know what you're saying, but I was trying to explain because uh, everybody knows Butcher doesn't like the uh, Nova Blast worm. I don't. I can't stand it. That's a whole other show. I don't like it either. That. But uh, could, let's take a break and talk about rules by cards. But anyway. All right. Let's. Okay. So he's good. Let's talk about Lust for War. All right. Go for it. Recasting cast. It's an enchant creature. Whenever enchanted creature becomes tapped, Lust for War deals three damage to that creature's controller. Enchanted creature attacks every turn if they're able. I don't think it's a horrible card. Are you kidding me? Really? A lightning bolt every turn? No, it doesn't do that. Yeah, it does that creature controller, but... Yeah, you throw it on a 1-1 mana maker? They're not going to tap it. Oh, I suppose. (laughs) So there you go. Well, it's going to have to attack. So basically, you can yeah. play that, and you can play that on their. Uh, you can throw it. You can throw it on anything. You can put it on their Llanowar Elf, and, and then they will have one mana down, or you could just not use that card, and it would really be the same. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I, I don't think it's horrible. Again, think, you're the aura guy, though. You like auras. You spooky pants. Well, you like. Yeah, well, no, I. I don't think it's bad. It's a light. If you, it, it is a way you can manipulate the card. Well, it's a it's Gideon. free lightning bolt every turn. That's that I mean I'm sure there's a million just, just better wait. ways. Gideon. One one of our one of our many listeners is gonna is gonna understand. They're gonna right. be like, I he was spooky pantsy. All right, how about uh, magma? Magma. He's uh, five oh, that, it, it is just magma. Yeah. Okay. I kind of get it. It's kind of. 
play on words there, spelling. He's uh, five casting costs, four, four. One colorless, sacrifice a non-land permanent, and magma deals one damage to target creature or player. What do you think? I don't think it's bad. I like it. And I like I'll it. I'll tell you why, because... Stack every... And then there's a lot of games, you know, and again, maybe this is more of a casual side of point of view, but there's a lot of games when you can, you know, you'll lose when you have, like, when the opponent has one life or two lives. Well, no, I think that's a, that's a, that's a big thing for Red. I mean, Red Deck wins. You're not going to put this. Red Deck wins isn't, isn't a casual deck. No, but this isn't going to really, I mean, I guess I could see this in a Red Deck wins in a way because, yeah, you could sack. all those stupid worthless goblins after, if they put on a Bane Slayer, you know, boom, 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 sack them well, all. Well, that you could sack, you know, you could sack your unearth guys after you attack with them and all that. But that's not bad. He's not bad to have. I was thinking about it too. Yeah, I mean, they got uh, all these, all these creatures with annihilator and stuff. I mean, you might as well wipe your own board at that point. <laughs> we'll see. I think, I think he's good. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say much more than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ogre Sentry, really. It's a 3-3 three, three wall. Two casting costs. Two casting costs. It's, it's efficient, but it just doesn't do anything, really. All right, Rage Nimbus, three casting costs. It's a 5-3. It's a defender, and it's got flying. So that's pretty pretty different for red. 5-3 flyer wall, and then you can pay two mana. Target creature attacks his turn if able. I, I like it a lot. Oh. Oh. Really, well, you know what it really does? Let me go up. What is this lust for war about? Well, that... Give me a break, but come on. What I really like about it is, say you're like, say it's using using it against Naya or something, and you, this is what you want to make. So you don't need to play your Lust for War. You can just make their creatures attack you and kill them with your, you know, by blocking them. And, and yeah. what you're essentially doing is making them play their cards in their first main phase, which is which is a little bit of an advantage. So I I think it's cool. I mean, it, it doesn't really. Ki- I mean, for, as far as being flying, what does it really block? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really block much, but. It'll block vampires. It'll block, yeah, it'll block some of the vampires. I mean, so, but I, I think it's I mean, very it'll, interesting. It'll, it's only three casts. It'll, you know. I'm not gonna, I don't think it's gonna shoot through the roof, but. It, it is a rare wall. It's too. really strange, but I, I think, I think it's got potential. I like it. How about, okay, how about, Oba, <laughs> how about raid bombardment? Three casting costs, enchantment. Whenever a creature you control with power two or less attacks, raid bombardment deals one damage to defending player. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those deals where you can make like a weenie deck, obviously, or a goblin deck, and you know, actually, that could be yeah, pretty good. good. Well, if you imagine like or Koros, I wouldn't see deck wins, but if you throw like in a goblin deck with a bunch of you know, one-one goblins, and you're but the whole thing is you usually end up finding a way to pump up those goblins. Yeah, but it, well, yeah, well, you don't want it with this card, but yeah, so it can so. add up pretty quick. You know, if you're talking with, you know, three, yeah, no, goblins, it, it, three it, damage. It is. It I, is I think it's very interesting. Again, it's really a niche card. All right, how about we move on to Rapacious One? So six casting costs, five four trample. And whenever Rapacious One deals combat damage to a player, put that many zero one colorless Aldrazi, yada yada. Yeah, so I mean, it, that's, that's only limited. I mean, it's not going to see any type of even even like if it's you pretty have expensive. Money. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Soul Surge Elemental. Forecasting cost, star one. Okay, so first strike. Soul Surge Elemental's power is equal to the number of creatures you control. I don't know. I think it's a waste of time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's first strike. It's great. I mean, yeah. I and guess. That, and that's that. You can have, like, you know, if you have two or three, four or five creatures out, whatever, but it's just dumb. I mean, you could, yeah, I mean, you potentially could be like a 7 1 first strike. For forecasting costs, but even at that point, like, 
better hope they don't have anything that can damage it. Uh, spawning breath, two casting costs, instant. Spawning breath deals one damage to target creature and or player, and then you put in a little Eldrazi guy. I like it. I mean, I like when you get when you get two. You know, when you get two things out of one card. Two for one. Well, it's yeah, one damage. Yeah, but you gotta realize the way you can look at it is it's it's a weird way to mana ramp, I guess. In a well, it's not even that too. But like, it's, let's say you're playing somebody like in limited with, and you're both you know trying to get these Eldrazi's out. If you kill one of their tokens, yeah, that's you could true. possibly stall them for a turn. Yeah, I I don't see it. You know, obviously you'd have to do it on your turn. Use it on it's your an turn. instant. Yeah, yeah, but you it. would want to do it on your turn so they can't just sack a response, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just like cards like that where you can get... You, you do get two uses out of it. You technically get a blocker in play or, you yeah. or extra mana. I mean, how is that really bad? I mean, doing one damage, it, it kills... You know, it, it kills some creatures and... It'll kill some. Standard. It'll kill some... some I don't know. Lotus Cobras. It'll, or... it'll kill your first strike crappy... Elemental we, did, no, the elemental we just talked about, but... Yeah. If they're playing like, it. That's, that's something I like. Yeah. Right, this one, it's, it's pretty... Splinter Twin. It's forecasting cost. It's an aura. And, uh, obviously, enchant creature. Enchanted creature has tap. Put a token that's a copy of the creature onto the battlefield. That token has haste. Exile it at the beginning of your next end step. Let me, let me just guess. You like this. No, I, really? but I think it. I think it has some kind of somebody. I think it has some kind of manipulation. I'm not saying it's going to be like like some kind of awesome manipulation, but there's obviously an advantage to having a creature that can copy itself that that can attack every turn and not die. Yeah, even if it gets blocked. Well, yeah, exactly. It's kind of a it's I mean, just, you throw you can throw it on a lifelink creature and have it attack. And it's just, just keep live, or, you know, something. I think a lot, you know, casual casual people like it. And it's, it's not a horrible. problem with that. It's, it's it's okay. It'd be sweeter if it was like totem. If there was like a chick inside of the chick driving it, <laughs> <laughs> then it'd be better. Okay, stagger shock. Oh, here's the yeah, here's the rebound I'm, one I was thinking. Yeah, of. and this is this is three casting costs. Stagger shock deals two damage to target creature or. Player and then and then it rebounds, so it's you're gonna get four damage out of it. Yeah, but it, it's an instant. But you're so. not, you know, four damage, but you're you're getting it in two different turns, so you're really not gonna kill a four four with it. Obviously, no. But I really don't think that. I don't really like that card. That well, much. I mean, shock. Okay, so you get to do shock twice. And you know, I mean, you could you could literally side it in maybe. Uh, it's I don't standard. think it's, I don't it's think got it's awesome art on it. Wait, would you side? Could you side it against Naya? Yeah. I mean, could you put like, if like, say you're John, like, sided in against Naya, meaning like I'll tell you, that would hurt. That would hurt. Well, because Naya. you know you're gonna get rid of like noble hierarchs with it, and and you could possibly get rid of an Akadle. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think get rid of Ranger really Bios. You get rid of like. Yeah, I think we're stretching it, but because then John could you know three for one you with that card if they could find a way to you know if it was useful for them because you can blood braid it. Yeah. Whatever. It will hurt Naya. It will. Uh, surreal memoir for casting cost sorcery. Return an instant card at random from your graveyard to your hand, and that has rebound. Sweet. I don't really see that. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, okay, Pyromancer Ascension deck. There you go. I mean, technically, there's a sweet card for you. Technically, yeah, that would that would well, kind of, because you do need a card in your graveyard to activate the Pyromancer Ascension, unless it's already online. Yeah, but then there you go. Yeah, this would it be interesting, yeah, because and then it, it is a sorcery too. Yeah, it could be a good application. That's the only place I see for it. 
Anyone else? Traitor's Instinct. Forecasting costs. And this is another sorcery. A lot of sorceries in red. Oh. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature until end of turn. It gets plus two, plus zero, and gains haste. So, uh, one of the many Mark of Mutiny. Yeah, I, 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 you know, again, we have to remember, like, in Limited, you know, the Mark of Mutiny, whatever you want to call it, the Threatens, have a lot more value now that you have all these big creatures. Yeah. So maybe it is, maybe there's a point to that. There's obviously a reason they printed it. Yeah, it's so not bad. It's uh, one more casting cost than Threaten or Mark Mutiny. Yeah, well, so. it's not going to see plain standard, but... No. And then, but you may want to think, like, you know, maybe I should just... Again, maybe a sideboard. And when I say sideboard limited, obviously, your whole deck, you know, all your extra, your card pool is your sideboard. But it's something you could throw away. And if they've got, you know, two big Eldrazi's, you could p- potentially win the game with it. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not bad. It's obviously there for a reason. It's not bad. Um, okay, next we got Tuck Tuck, the Explorer. And he's three cast and cost one one. And he's a legendary rare. Uh, he has haste. And when Tuck Tuck the Explorer is put into the graveyard from Battlefield, you get a 5-5 five, five, uh, Goblin Golem artifact creature named Tuck Tuck the Returned. <laughs> so, uh, so I like it. I like him. I, I mean, he's cute. I mean... I don't think he's bad at all. I think I think he's really good and limited. And for the simple fact that you could basically just ping... Especially limited. You just ping your opponent for one for God. I say, I say, I say he's a must... If you see him, get, I mean... I don't know about that, but he's definitely kind of... He'd be kind of a pain in the butt because you're really not going to block him or kill it, right? I mean, not really well, that, I mean, but if you guarantee one damage, yeah. unless you get a 0-4 wall... I don't see any standing. Then he's kind of just looks like a douche, but... I mean, you you know, you could possibly say, well, put him in Jun, but I, there's no way. What? Well, because you're technically two for... It's a two for card, but yeah, it's not really... I would never put him in Jun. I, I would put anything in the Jun. Anything to make it better. Tuck <laughs> Tuck, the Explorer, anything. Uh, would you put a Volusia Firebore in the Jun? Yes. <laughs> There's a five casting cost one seven that goes perfect in Jun. <laughs> Whenever Volusia Firebore attacks, switches power and toughness until end of turn. Listen, you're going to get a seven one. Uh, Actually, you know, this is a, this is a limited card. I would, I would pull this. Why? So they can block it with. Do you realize that the that the Tuck Tuck Explorer can block that and kill it? Yeah. Well, this is a one seven wall for red. Yeah. Right, it's five. One seven. Yeah, it's a five casting cast. And I'm, I mean, if there's if the situation comes up where you can attack, yeah, it's pretty lethal. Well, yeah. Obviously, he's he's good if they have any creatures out, but I don't know. Well, if you got red, you can probably kill him. So. Think about that. I'll think about Butcher. it. I'll think about it when I, for a little bit. <laughs> Next card's sick. <laughs> All right, we're we're under the vent sentinel. Yeah. It's a forecasting guys two four wall. Uh, you can pay two mana, tap it. Vent sentinel deals damage to target player equal to the number of creatures with defender you control. So if you have like, well, let's say you have. 17 walls out. <laughs> tap, you could tap this guy and deal 17 damage. I, I, I'm not really a fan of these tap wall deals where, Target player. where it cares how many walls you have. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the walls are nice. If they're, you know, the two casting cost walls are all nice because they're just two casting costs. Yeah. And he's, he's not, I mean, it's a 2 4 wall for four. It's not good. I don't like it. Oh my god. This card. 
This guy is this a lot of reading here. It's basically a lot of explaining. This is World at it's War. Assault, basically. Yeah, but it's a little different. It's five casting cost rare. It's a sorcery. Okay, after the first post-combat main phase this turn, there's an additional combat phase, followed by an additional main phase at the beginning of your combat on top of all creatures. Basically, it's, it's Relentless Assault, but it has rebound. Yeah, so, so you get to do it. I think it's lame. I mean, you're you're gonna yeah. you're gonna attack twice one turn, then it, the next turn you're gonna attack. If you can't win the game, yeah, exactly. the first time you, you attack wanna, twice, basically wanna t- you if you're gonna do a relentless assault, you probably want to win the turn you do it. So, I guess for some reason, if you don't win, guess what? It's gonna be a world at war. Yeah, it's gonna be a world at war. Okay, then the last red card. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm not too impressed with red. Oh. It's got that dragon rider. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only card. That's the only card that you want. Dragon rider. About it, man. There's, there's, well, there's you, a couple... didn't read, you didn't read the, this one yet. Rapid yeah, rapid. let me read this one. Let me finish it off here. Okay, wrap in flames. In flames. That's cool. But it's four casting costs. It's a sorcery. Wrap in flames deals one damage to each of up to three target creatures. Those creatures can't block this turn. Okay, so so basically, it says you can't win the game this turn if you play this or this. Match. It says if you yeah if you if you put this in your deck, <laughs> you don't deserve to win games. So really, red. I, I mean, I you know again maybe we have to play with a lot of this stuff. Maybe we're missing the boat here, but I'm I'm not seeing much. There was a few that were that were winners. okay, but I don't um, know. goodies in red. Cargan, Cargan the Dragon Lord, Goblin Arsonist. Obviously, he's good. Yeah, well, it's gonna be good. Flame slash is good. I, you know, there was a, there's a few. And now we get to go to black. Yeah, let's just do black. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I love black. I'll start off here with arrogant bloodlord. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's like an umbra, but he's actually riding the giant animal. Yeah, he, he you look at him and you think he's and it's a girl. I'm just gonna wait That's here. Not a, Oh, I don't okay. think a man has that kind of cleavage. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I bet it... I it, it could be a guy or girl. It's hard to tell. We don't know yet. We'll have to... We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for some emails on that. Have to, you know... We'll take a poll. On that one. But he's riding a giant ant, so that's a good start. Yeah, it's a vampire on an ant. So it's a, it's a three-casting cost, 4-4. Four, four. We, we know Black's had this stuff before. And it, it, whenever... Bloodlord blocks or becomes blocked by a creature with power one or less. You destroyed at the end of combat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, this is kind of yeah. this is kind of stuff I like. You know, the stuff that's not really that good that you have to kind of make good. But he's not horrible. He's okay. I, I mean, mean, there's a you just hope I they mean, don't have a one one. I haven't seen a total. Well, basically, one-ones. the thing is, what's going to block it? If they have a one one, it's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah, because you're never going to put a one one in a deck. Unless it's pretty damn good. But at three mana, so if, I mean, I'd rather have a Nighthawk and just... Yeah, exactly. Just four points exactly. In exactly. Day, so. But, you know, for limited, why not? I might get him. I, why not? All against Scorpion, forecasting cost 2-3. Mm-hmm. Enters the battlefield. You may destroy target creature with power one or less. Oh, see, now we have a little combo here. Oh. Arrogant Bloodlord and Bell against Scorpion work well together. You know, really well. And he is, yeah, he's actually a scorpion. He's not a ant. 
So you know, no. they should have made him an ant because they would have worked well together. They should have made that one an ant riding a vampire. <laughs> what, I mean, what are you going to do with this guy? Try to try a creature with power one or less. It speaks for itself. Yeah. Baneful Omen. This is a uh, seven casting cost black enchantment. So we're off to a pretty bad start there. Hey, but yeah, it's four colorless and three black. At the beginning of your end step, you may reveal the top card of your library. Each opponent loses life. Each opponent. So this is one of those multiplayer yeah. that we love so much. They lose life equal to that card's converted mana cost. I mean, this is just... You know, you could actually make a deck around this. You know, like putting all these dumb, you know, those big Eldrazi's in it and try to kill people. Sweet deck. I'm gonna make a deck that's just really you know, expensive casting cost stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go to like a Friday Night Put Magic and lose, deck. you can build that deck. So but the thing is, I like the art on it. You do. This it looks like a mermaid was trying to spy like through your neighbor's window, <laughs> and like you just kind of drove up and you saw him in your headlight. <laughs> he's like embarrassed. Like, he's, like gonna, he's just gonna about to book. Yeah. Oh, oh. You know, I he's like he's looks like he's embarrassed that he knows like what card he's on. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that'll just be know. that's something you'll see in rare books from you know from now until. Yeah. And we have Bloodright Invoker, three casting, costs three, one. This is another one of those eight mana activating guys. Yeah, this, and this is the worst one. Eight mana, target player loses three life, you gain three life. I mean, what a deal. <laughs> what a good deal. What a deal. Uh, Blood Throne Vampire. This is a great card. This is a two casting, costs one, one. And this is just, you know, this is the, uh, what are the Nantuko Husk it's, deal where you sacrifice a creature to so, get a plus, plus two? Yeah, it's basically, it's just. It's the cheap vampire aristocrat. Aristocrat. But this, first of all, this has amazing artwork. Okay, which Second doesn't all, help the card any. It does help the card. I mean, what, uh, Abyssal Persecutor. You know, just to, just to name a, a card that it benefit. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sacking, you know, whatever you can just sack a creature at will is, is nice. It hasn't been as useful lately, you know, in the last couple sets, but... You're obviously not going to use this guy like in the old days where you can have one big attack and just sack a bunch. It's just not going to happen. You never know. You never know. I think that card will get played. Okay. Well, I think it will. It's on record. Well, I mean, a Bloodgast? I don't yeah, know. Bloodgast come back. That's true, he does. And you can use the, the VeggieTales vine, too. The VeggieTales vine salad shooter? <laughs> Cadaver Imp is a three-casting cost, one-one flying. So it's it's already kind of poorly costed. When it enters the battlefield, you may return to your creature card from your graveyard to your hand. I mean, you know, again, it's you know, it, I'll, you know, what I'll say for it is it's it's a it's actually a better better uh, grave digger. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that, I, and I actually like it too for limited because you know whenever you can whenever you have effects that return stuff to your hand, obviously out of your graveyard limited, it's always kind of nice. And if they, you know, there's the, the removal is pretty limited as it is. So if they kill something, you bring it back with this guy. And one one flying can be a pain. So yeah, I'll mark him up with the limited. <laughs> what it, it looks like a, is, a is baby, a, like a baby, a dead baby shoving something into Michael Jackson's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like Wolverine. I mean, he's got claws. Oh, man. I think it looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, well, I see. I can see the similarity. But it's definitely a flying baby imp. So we got that. Yeah. Um, now we have Consume the Meek. Everyone's pretty aware of this. This is the giant uh, German smother. Yep. Super German smother, we call it, because when it was initially spoiled, it was all in German. 
Well, I forgot which site it was. Probably Gathering Magic or MTG Salvation. Five casting costs instant. Destroy each creature with converted mana cost three or less. They can't be regenerated. This is probably one of my favorite cards in the set. I, I love it. I think it's under the radar I think we a little both, bit. Both agree. And what deck do we think this benefits? Well, you, you'd obviously... You know, I, I even think you could sideboard into John, and I think people might think I think so, too. Crazy, I mean, but I don't think it's crazy, and... If you lose, like, if you lose your Thrinax, it's like, who cares? You who know? cares? If, if, you if lose, you're I mean, losing it the right... If you're playing, this is a card that would wipe... It would just destroy Naya. Well, doesn't this just kill White? I mean, this basically makes, like, White Weenie pretty much impossible. I mean, it doesn't care about protection and shroud and that stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, it it's would, good. I mean, it's really good. It's going to hose, basically, it can hose basically every deck out there that's... Well, it doesn't really hose John. No, no, no. no it, you that, it as a side cover it's, from that. The problem with this is, this is just going to be a sideboard card, which is fine. It's, but it's going to be, you know, maybe know. $10 I, card. At least. Yeah, I, I don't think... Right now, is pre-selling for 4 bucks. I'm I'm seriously going to... I'm just going to go out on a limb... Be be a little bit of a risk taker and just tell everybody buy four of them. I, and you I know what? So. Buy I'd say buy two more. Just to the other question though is it is it as good once shards rotates out? Yeah, I mean that's the other thing too. I think I why it might not be worth as much, but I'll, I'll, anyway, this card. That's true. I mean you're right, but I think you look it, at it. This card definitely changes things a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I mean really it's plus really you can wipe all their. Yeah. I mean. And then next we have the Consuming Vapors, which is four casting costs. Mm -hmm. Target player sacrifices a creature, and this is a sorcery, and it has rebound. So, and keep in mind it's target player, so anybody, you know, you can do it to yourself, obviously with yeah, persecutor. But this card, I think, is pretty popular. I would assume. It's, I love it. I mean, I love it. Too. One of my top cards, also. It's amazing. I mean, it's well, you double about double sacking. You know, it's like two gatekeepers in a way. I mean, gatekeeper is always a nightmare against control. Yeah, but gatekeeper, gatekeeper, you're getting the creature. And they're sacking a creature. That's your card advantage. This one, we do it uh, overall. They're, I mean, possibly they're sacking two creatures, and you're gaining the thing. I always forget, but you're gaining life equal to whatever they yeah, sack. Yeah, read that part, and that's the thing that's funny, which I don't really care about. But you're right; it's a huge deal. I mean, they're going to gain life. I mean, so it's. And, I and like. like I said, it really good against control. That the, the control decks that are running the wall denials and that kind of stuff, and the Sphinx. I don't know if you see a lot of Jardar Sphinx. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great to gain eight life twice. Yeah. So it's it's amazing, and then we have contaminated ground, Love it. which is an enchant land, and then basically the land becomes a swamp, and then whenever it becomes tapped, its controller loses two life. Obviously, initial thoughts are well, spreading, spreading seeds label. This is obviously interesting. I think a blue and black deck. Well, keep in mind though, it really really mess up Jund. With spreading seeds though, the reason why it was more effective at first is because no, there wasn't a lot of blue in really any deck. Yeah. So, and Spreading Seas doesn't net you a card. But I think this is really good. Spreading Seas was made just to just to beat Jund. Because Jund is... What? Jund is what? The deck to beat? The deck to beat, yeah. Um, Contaminated <laughs> Ground. People don't know about Jund. Contaminated Ground, I think, is, is actually... You actually may see it. Like you said, I think you were surprised yeah. where you could... Hold somebody's. I mean, even if you take like, say, even if you are playing against John, you take, yeah, and John does run black, but it doesn't matter. But you just turn a band land into a into a swamp. Well, like a Ranger Convener, even if they have a tri land out, uh, whatever their tri land is, or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you dump it on that, it really does hurt them a little bit because they're losing access to yeah. red and green. And, so. and they might want to use it for the black, but then they're going to get pinged for two. So. I, yeah, I love it. You know, and then we have cor- corpse hatch. I can I can read. Remember, yep. five casting costs. This is one of the first spoiled ones. Sorcery, destroy target non-black creature. Put two zero one Eldrazi spawn. I mean, obviously in limited, this is this is probably one of the first cards I've seen that's really a must pick. Yeah, it's five casting. It doesn't matter, dude. I mean, no, I know. I, you you're gonna kill an L. You can kill a. This thing's five meta. Can kill a pretty much any card, any good creature in the format. Yeah. So I, I think it's a no brainer. And then I mean, obviously the tokens really are just kind of an afterthought. You get two of them. You know, I don't think this is going to see any standard play, but I think this is really my first must-pick in Limited. Really? This is your first must-pick, huh? I think so. I I mean... I think think a lot of my must-picks are probably in the white. (laughs) Curse of Wizardry, forecasting cost enchantment. As Curse of Wizardry enters the battlefield, choose a color. Whenever a player casts a spell of the chosen color, they lose one life. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's a little. It's it's like uh, too much of an it's like a soot imp or whatever. I mean, yeah, those not, that's from like even tight. Yeah, I, that stuff never really pans out. I mean, what's what's the guy from Zendikar uh, does one damage every time somebody plays a creature? Oh it's yeah, kind of a pain blood limit. seeker. It's kind of a pain limited sometimes, but yeah, yeah. this is going to be the same thing. So, and then we have a death cultist. One casting cost one one, and you can sacrifice him any time. To basically deal one damage to a player, or they lose a life, rather, and you gain a life. I, I don't really see any real practical use for him. He's he's a super combo with Sanguine Bond. It's one... <laughs> I was going to say, it's one damage. No, oh. uh, that's a good point. So I don't know if sarcasm works well over podcasts. <laughs> uh, people are just going to be like, who's that idiot? That... <laughs> Demonic Appetite. And the art is amazing on this card, too. <laughs> it really is. You like that? Oh, yeah. I think it looks awesome. Oh, my God. He looks... Uh, it's such a... He looks horrible. Really? I thought it looked pretty cool. We'll have to take... We'll have to get... Oh, it does spot. kind of look like the Joker, yeah. I like his eyes and how they're very crooked. And why is... It, yeah, he's kind of like a... Like, those they drew the smile in, like, after the fact. Yeah, it's kind of strange, but... Very bad art. Igor... All right. I know you can do better. Casting card. This is another aura. He gives a creature plus three, plus three, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to sacrifice a creature. This card is absolutely terrible. No, this card is totally sweet. If you have four of them <laughs> in your hand, then then it's totally sweet. Oh man! But it's yeah, it's it's the worst card. It is. I mean, I can't, what they're trying to go for. for what? Uh, Probably ten minutes. They're, they're they're trying to go for what the rush, the creature rush. Like you're trying to pump your creature. I just think it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. Drana, Calistra, Blood Chief. I'm gonna say Drana. You're probably right. The Butcher. Five casting costs. Legendary creature, vampire, shaman. I don't know why I read that whole thing, but it's legendary. Flying. Yeah. It's four four flying. So it's five casting costs, four four flying, blood witch kind of deal. Yeah. Good deal. Target creature gets negative... Oh, i got to read the how you activate that. <laughs> no, it just happened. It just happened. It's X black black to mm-hmm. activate it. Okay, it's an activated ability. Target creature gets negative zero, negative X until end of turn. And she gets plus X plus zero until end of turn. So, so they, their toughness gets lower and her power yeah, gets Yeah, it's great. pretty good. I mean, it's it's limited no-brainer. I mean, it's... it's oh, she's, a, she's a killer. Yeah, there's no question. She's, she's a killer. She's nice. And she's... 
she's good, pretty good art. And, and what's nice about this is, and obviously, you know, it, it's the mana requirements are pretty hefty to activate it. But let's say you have like six mana, I mean, you could you could kill two spawns. If, if you got if you, yeah, if you got five mana, I mean, you you can you can do three damage to a creature. Yeah. So if you can cast her out, you can bolt. Very, so, very. So that's something. I don't. Like, Instructed wise, I think it's not going to see you play. Or not sudden death. What's the other one? Negative three. Dread drone. Five casting cost four one. When it enters the battlefield, this is where you put the two Eljazi spawn tokens into play. Uh, I think horrible. Yeah, I mean just. I mean even for a spawn well, maker. If you really got to. Four Yeah, I mean for limited, if you really need it, you know, if you're if you're really drafting Eldrazi's. Of the, right. You're in black, which you're probably not going to be. Four casting costs escape null 1-2 lifelink. Whenever escape null blocks or becomes blocked, it gets plus 5, plus 0. I mean, is that just the most pointless card I've ever seen? What? Are you serious? Okay. I, don't think he's, yeah, I don't think he's that you bad. You can block it. Oh, oh you're saying you, you can block, can block with it. Yeah, it's lifelink. I see where they're going, but it's too much mana for something like that. You're not gonna spend too much mana. Mana on that guy. I mean, yeah. If they bolt him, you look like an idiot. But not a horrible card. Tab mana and put him into play. What do you What do you look like? Yeah. If 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 it does some damage. No, I I I I see what you're saying, but essence feed Please. casting cost. That's a bad start. Mm-hmm. Target player loses. Three life, you gain three life, and put three Eldrazi spawn tokens. That one's just way they, out. They they really think that six point swing is just. Yeah, that's a little too out of reach. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, happen. what do they think about Baneslayer? <laughs> the six point swing is just horrible. But what about the ten point swing? Then we have Gloom Hunter. Three casting costs two one flying. Uh, vanilla, you know, French vanilla creature. I just think. French vanilla. Yeah, that's what they call it when you just have one. Really? I've never heard that. Gloom Hunter. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, it's flying, which is nice and limited, but I think you you could probably just pick that later because you're going to have to go for the big stuff, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, it, it's always, it'll see play limited cause, just because it's flying. Yeah. Ghoul draws Assassin. One casting cost, he's a 1-1. One, one. I think people have seen this one too, but two yeah, casting costs level up, so it's one color, one black to level him. As soon as you get him to level two, so you get pumping four mana to him, he becomes a two-two, which is really irrelevant. And then you tap him, black, one black target creature gets negative two, negative two till end of turn. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to get him to level four, which isn't too crazy, then you can tap him and do negative four. Negative four. Yeah, so that's I, your I think he's, like, he's okay. I mean, I think he can he's, be kind of a pain in limited. You know, they're gonna have. I'm, I'm kind of curious what the other art looks like on the box topper version. You haven't seen it. Mm-mm. I haven't either. No. Sure. I, uh, hopefully it's better. I think he looks... I don't, I don't like the art. It looks like he's got a red beard. Really? Oh, yeah, it does. It's not the worst art. He's, yeah, got, not, he's got like a crab arm, though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Vampire crab, but as far as this guy I, goes... I, buddy. Yeah, exactly. He, this is the kind of guy I think we're going to play with to really see. From what I've heard, I've, I actually read an article, and I think it was Wizards that wrote it, or somebody that... Worked at it, or maybe it was from their little pre-release yeah, thing they did. One. That uh, they said that he was actually one of the more surprising cards. Like, he's pretty powerful. I'll give him a shot. Let us know. Yeah, I would. I, you know, I wouldn't. 
I'd pick him. I wouldn't see him. You won't see him constructed. No, but limited. Then you have Hellcarver Demon, which I'm sure people know about because it's pretty interesting. It's three cat, um, three colorless, three black, so six mana cost. Mm-hmm. Flying, six six. Okay, whenever it's six six. Yep. As Maro said. Whenever it, they went there. Whenever, <laughs> whenever it deals combat damage to a player, so it has, has to attack and actually, you know, hit a player. You sacrifice all your other permanents. Yeah, except for the And Hellcar. discard your hand. So we follow along here. You have to basically get rid of all your stuff. You know, you discard your hand. You sacrifice all your permanents except yes. him. All your lands. All your lands. But then you get to exile the top six cards of your library. Mm-hmm. Then you may cast those for free. For free. So, so, you know, if you got six... Eldrazi. <laughs> what are the odds? No, it's not going to happen. What if you have, like, well, you three gotta, You could probably pull, like, again, to, I think this guy's definitely playable and limited. There's no question. Because if you, you know, yeah, depending yeah. how you draft or your seal pool is, if you have, you know, maybe three or four of those big creatures in your deck, if you're, you know, if you're going six deep, the odds of getting one are, what, I don't know the math, but they're pretty good. What, on a 40-card deck? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh yeah, I mean it's basically, so I think, it's I basically think it's just, one in five, one in playable. one in four and a half. He's good and limited. He sounds really bad, like when you read him, but he's actually pretty good. In constructed, boy, you'd have to make you'd have to really try to make him good. But that's something I, you know, this is up my alley. People will try. Yeah, why don't you should? You know what? I'm gonna look him up because I'm gonna tell you right now how much you can buy him for. Probably like two bucks. He's mythic, by the way, too. So he's mythic. Is he's going for seven bucks? Seven bucks, yeah. I think he's. I he's think so. he's a lot better than people think he is. I I don't know. Uh, that to me is one that like I took. I took my chance on the persecutor. Yeah, and I actually he's made not a bad. Persecutor's not bad. He just doesn't really have a home. I like persecutor better than Hellcarver. Yeah, well, and, I think so. Uh, well, I think so. Ford forecasting cost. Sure, it's cheap. Ramble. Well, especially Why? with all the new sacrifice stuff that you're building. Oh, he's. Ridiculous. I, yeah, I'm going to be able to make that deck ten times better now that I think about it. Easy. Better watch out. Go for it. <laughs> if you're on Magic Online, better watch out for spooky pants. Induce Despair. Three casting costs instant. Uh, to, as an additional cost, you have to reveal a creature card from your hand. They obviously made a cycle of these, unfortunately. Yeah. Target creature gets negative X, where X is the reveal card's converted mana cost. I just don't see these doing anything good. Inquisition of Kozalik. Col- yeah. <laughs> Did I get that right? The Butcher. One casting cost, sorcery. Target player reveals his or her hand. You choose a non-land card with converted mana cost three or less. That player discards that card. You know, obviously limited, I just think it's pointless. I, it constructed is Duress better? Huh? Duress? Constructed. Duress can't get a creature. Yeah, but what, I mean... What are you going to get for three mana? I mean, I guess the construction... What, a Naya? Yeah. I mean, what's anything. Yeah, any of their creatures. Red deck wins? Anything. Yeah, but you want to discard their honor stuff. I don't know. I don't... In John, I'm not a big fan of Half of it? I mean, it's not a bad card. I wouldn't say it's a bad card. But I think it's good. It's good. Last Kiss. Three mm-hmm. casts got instant. Last Kiss deals two damage to target creature, and you gain two life... I don't even know why we're looking at that card. We have the Mortician Beetle, which is a one casting cost, one one rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever a player sacrifices a creature, you may put a plus one plus one counter on it. It's coziest trickster for black. It's pointless. What? Oh, it's terrible. No. Oh, it's all right. Me? It's all right. Are you kidding me? It'll be good. <laughs> it's terrible. 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't have trample, but it's... Who cares about the trample? It just doesn't do anything. Like, when, if you, let's say you drop a turn one... How that, much, might, that might work good in my deck. How much sacrifice is going to go on turn one and two, three, four? I mean, nothing. Maybe, like, late With game. a bunch of gatekeepers, you got... I mean, you got that new vampire to sack stuff, too. You got, I hope... If you make that guy good, that, that'll be really interesting, but good luck. We'll, I'll show you. Night Haze is what these do one-drop cycles. You know, the entire creature gains Swamp Walk. It's one casting cost sorcery. Draw a card. Mm. Nirkana? Nirkana? Nirkana. Uh, cutthroat. Three casting costs. Vampire Warrior. We got a leveler here. So this is, you know, they have a cycle like uncommon levelers and common levelers. This is mythic. Well, yeah. some mythic, actually. I don't think the mythic levelers made it to every color, no. but... This one's three to level up, so it's two colorless, one black. It starts out as a three casting cost three two, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you level it, to, you know, you level it up once. It's a four three death touch. God, that's actually pretty good. And then you add three more counters yeah. to it. So if it's level three, it's a five four first strike death touch. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that card. Nope, good. Pretty fine. I mean, that's very playable. First strike death touch is pretty that's nasty. Not limited, you know, not must have, but that's something you really want to look limited, at. Limited, I. Uh, it, for me, it'd be a for oh, sure. That touches it. No brainer. Kill card essentially. So yeah, that's a great I mean, it's card. Pretty, pretty fragile. Pretty fragile, but keep an eye on that one. That's a good one. Uh, we have Nirkana Revenant. Uh, six casting cost. It's a vampire. It's mythic. Whenever you tap a swamp for mana, you add another mana, black to your mana pool. So you have to tap a basic swamp, but you get an extra black. And then it's basically a shade, so you can pump it up. You know, plus one, plus one for every black you pump into it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I know you love this card. From love it. Before. I'm not as sold on it yet. I don't, you know, obviously limited. It's I, it, really you know, good. I'll agree, it's it's pretty expensive. It is. It's pretty expensive, but, I mean, the fact that all your mana is going to double. Well, don't you think it's going to be more useful in like a, some sort of combo deck or something where they dump this out and then the, the next turn they can spend a bunch of mana? Or is it... Oh, my God. Are you thinking it's just going to... Zoom spirit? Well, that's a little finger. Are you thinking you're just going to cast it and then wait a turn and just attack, like a big attack with it? I mean, it doesn't have any evasion. No. So I just not, I'm not really sold on that one. I, I think I think you'll see it in some I deck. I will definitely trade those away to people like uh, Mr. Spooky Pants over here. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take them. No... Champion, two casting cost. He's another leveler. Now, this is the common leveler for black. He's mm-hmm. a zombie warrior. He's a two casting cost, one, one. To level him up is three colorless. Yeah. So then, you know, levels one through three is a four, two. It's really strange. And then when you get to level four, he's a seven, three. That. Which, and you can regenerate him at level four, so. Definitely, you know, limited. There's, he's a no-brainer. I mean, not a no-brainer, but... He's well, good. The art just... Well, the art's terrible. What <laughs> yeah, is a zombie? It's like a shark head. I mean, what is that thing? It's fish head or something. Well, they just don't have noses. <laughs> and they're, I guess they're they're slaves to vampires, by the way. I remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's a vampire holding so it. So basically, why not put this in your deck, though? I mean, in a limited deck, just level it up. If they kill it, they kill it. Pond Olmog. Three casting costs. Ulamog. The butcher. The butcher strikes again. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think they understand why I have the butcher yet. They will. Han of Ulamog. Three casting costs. Two two vampire shaman. 
Whenever mm-hmm. he or another non-token creature is put into a graveyard from battlefield, you get a Eldrazi spawn token. And mm. I, I just, you know... I don't know. He's okay. I mean, he's he's like, you know, you basically play him as a 2-2, and if he dies, you get a spawn token again. It's I, I, I have, for some reason, have an excitement for these spawn tokens where you can kind of get... I think, yeah. Extra. I think the spawn tokens are going to be a lot more useful after Shards is gone. Well, I think they're going to be useful limited, too. I think they're kind of... A, you have to have them. Yeah. So, but I, he's really just... Yeah, he's just okay. I'm Probably borderline bad. Yeah. Yeah. Perish the Thought. Three casting costs... Sorcery. This is common. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a card from it. That player shuffles that card into his or her library. Mm. Not too impressed with that. Yeah, yeah it's a sorcery. And it's, and, uh, it's sorcery, but it's just... And it's something my grandma used to say. Really? Did she really say that? Perish the thought. Serious? She said, yeah, she said it while she was sitting on her Davenport. Oh, really? Yeah. What's a Davenport? That's what they call couches. Sounds like a steamship or something. Yeah. <laughs> Davenport. Davenport. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a cigarette. <laughs> Perish the thought. What do you think of Perish what do we think of Perish the Thought again? Just eh. horrible. Horrible, okay. Pestilence Demon. Eight casting costs, seven six flying. Uh it's pestilence, so you can pay one black to do one damage to each creature and each player. Remember, it does it to your creatures and yourself. Yeah, but that's fine. I don't, you know, I don't, uh, Pestilence, I know you... I think once you play him, you should do it as high as you can to kill yourself for playing it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, that's too, too expensive. I mean, too lame. Repay in kind. Did your grandma say that, too? Yeah. She did. She used to be paying kind. Well, she, she actually looks like the person on the card. <laughs> oh, really? The guy with the knife. <laughs> Seven casting costs. So, again, another expensive rare, which is good. Mm. Each player's light... Oh, this is that one. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I hate... You know, this is that card you like a lot. Multiplayer cards. Each player's life total becomes the lowest life total among all players. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to be kind, just don't play that card. I like how he's got the... He must have bought fourth edition. He's got the jewels. He's got all the mana beads. Yeah, he he's does. Splitting him up with his knife. He's repaying you. In kind. Shrivel. Shrivel. Why don't you tell me about that? So two casting costs. Uh, sorcery. All creatures get negative one, negative one to one turn. Really not sure what kind of implications that's going to have in limited yet, but it's a sorcery too. Well, I mean, it could again. It could wipe out spawn tokens. If spawn tokens are going to be some huge thing in limited, which I don't. I don't see that being... Good. I don't get what he's fighting. Well, what is it, first of all? Oh, it's... it's uh, that That's not an Eldrazi that I know. That's the no. red Kozlik. That's Kozlik the Mad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that must be Kozlik's back. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's at the volcano. Skeletal Worm. Eight casting costs. Yeah, let's not even talk about that Seven, one. Seven, six, regenerate... Suffer the past. X black. Exile X target cards from target player's graveyard. Each time, you know, for each card done that way, done that way. Each card exiled that way. Mm. It's one life. They gain one life. Actually, they lose one life, <laughs> and you gain the life. So I don't think anybody understood what that card does now. <laughs> I don't think they care. It's bad. It's bad. It's basically X black. You pay X. You just remove cards X from their graveyard, is- and then they lose a life, and you gain the life. So it's like you know, if you're gonna Actually, it's an instant, too. Oh, it is an instant. Well, good observation. So, 
you know, why not? Not a bad Why comic. not play it? Why not? It's okay. Maybe maybe some sideboard someday, but mm-hmm. Thought Gorger forecasting costs two two oh two two trample. <laughs> when mm-hmm. Thought Gorger enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on it for each card in your hand. If you do discard your hand, when Thought Gorger leaves play, draw a card for each plus one plus one counter on it. I love it. Really? I love it. You telling me you don't think it's gonna have potential? Not at all. Not in, what? Not what about with momentous ball? I, I just don't like. Let's say you pump it up to. You, can't, you pump it up. So you, let's say you, you discard cheat. three cards, so it's a five, five, five. Five, five trample for five, five, four trample, mana. You can which attack. Is in, you know, power creep land is. I don't know. I think there's gonna be a way to 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 break that. So card. You can't cheat it though, because you can't say, "Well, I have no cards in my hand, but I can still play it," because then you won't put any plus one plus one counters on it. So yeah, if you could maybe put it into play and put plus one plus one counters on it with something from like I think you'll see, it. you'll see it. You might see it with blue. I mean, it's I think it's got potential. He's gonna stay in the cave. I, I can't believe you. I thought you described yourself at the beginning as I'm the I'm the Joni. I like to. Uh, that's a little too. That's a little too much. For that's me. a little. That's a crazy. Card I don't like to. I'm blue though. I don't like to discard. I want to draw cards. And yes, I understand you draw yeah, cards. Yeah, you draw cards. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's good with Knight of the Valkyrie. Vendetta. Vendetta's a reprint. Well, this is a Mercini massively. Vendetta's yeah. a one cast and costs black. Instant destroy target non black creature. It can't be regenerated. You lose life equal to that creature's toughness. Mm-hmm. Limited? For sure. I wouldn't go that far. What? What are you going to kill with it? You're going to kill a 15 15 take No. Obviously, you're not going to do that, but you're going to kill. If they play a, a potential threatening leveler, well, yeah, I agree. No, I agree. It's definitely it's removal. Yeah, it's, it's removal, which is pretty rare. And I right? think, I mean, it's again the non-black requirement probably won't see standard play. Oh, because there's no way with the cyber option. You know, you're just going to run all the other stuff. You know, yeah, all the good stuff. So yeah, I, I agree. Though limited, you know, you want to pick it up fairly quickly. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a first pack must pick kind of deal, but. Uh, I'd pick the rare over it. Unless it was, uh, <laughs> um, I think I have to butcher this. Vir- virulent one. Swipe? Virulent. Oh, I think I got swipe. you, too. One black one. This is an instant. This is, again, one of the first spell cards. Target creature gets plus two, plus zero, and gains death touch until end of turn. Great. It has rebound. It's it's nice. It's kind of a removal in a way. You can surprise somebody with it. You sure. Oh, it's great. And then <laughs> next turn, it's a free attack. Yeah, Unless they were like, well, oh, I'll block. Zoth Shade. Let's not talk about it. Forecast cost 2-2. Two, two. Actually, let's not talk about the last two. <laughs> oh, my God, the art is terrible. Now, that's the guy from Golden Axe, right? One of the bosses. That guy? Zulaport. That's the Scorpion Enforcer. King. <laughs> Zulaport Enforcers, one black, one one. Level up four. Hmm. Uh, he comes in as a, like I said, 1-1. One, one. You level him to level 1, he's a 3-3. Three, three. Five, 5 mana, 3-3. Three, three. Level 2, he's still a 3-3. Three, three. Then you level 3+, plus. he gets the ability. He can't be, oh, he gets fear. He can't be blocked except by black creatures, 5-5. Five, five. You know, that's actually limited playable. Because he can, you know, he's going to do 5 damage, most likely. When you get him, you know, when he has fear. So I, I think that's a little better than you think. I uh, I mean, you you may have to cover up the art, but and the yeah. art's terrible. <laughs> it's not that bad. You just 
You think you pretty handsome. Oh, absolutely. So that right, well, you know, that we're done with black. So that's really going to be the end of uh, our first podcast here. But I want to ask you what obviously blue, white, and colorless. That's what we got left. Well, part and two is going to be blue, white, and colorless. Blue, white, and colorless. But so far, black seemed pretty good. Yeah, I got it. That's what I was. That's what I was saying. I mean, obviously, the, the multicolor, whatever. I, there was there was some whatever, but green, green had some good stuff. Green had some good stuff. Red, it seemed. I didn't like. Disappointing. I mean, it kind of seemed like I was saying that that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. Uh, black. I was surprised how many cards I was like, woo, black. So uh, towards the end, you know, you get. I'm excited to get the blue and white. I think blue and white is going to be the best. I think blue and white. Obviously, the colorless stuff. Blue and white, we're going to have a lot of different. I almost want to do it now, just because I. I'm not going to let you. It. And obviously the colorless stuff's going to be all good, but well, well colorless will be pretty easy. That should be. So that was really... that was that. So what you you know what you think, huh? How'd it go? Did you have a good time? Yes. You did. That's good. Uh, we got yeah. a couple housekeeping things. Uh, I want to tell everybody that we uh, have a website. Mm-hmm. And Check. let me tell you what it is. It's thepowercreeps.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a blog kind of thing up there where we're going to post all these podcasts every week. Yeah. And write some stuff, hopefully, and get you to write. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I know somebody, too. You can start writing some stuff, get some stuff up there, but that's where you're going to want to check us out. Again, it's the power... The Creep. Powercreeps.wordpress.com. That's going to be our website. We're going to have part two up next week. What is it today? It's Wednesday? The 14th is Wednesday. We should have it up next Wednesday. Because I know you guys can't wait. And well, actually, we're going to the pre-release this weekend. Yes. Talk about our pre-release. We're going to probably go to a... I know I might go to a few. Yeah, we're going to go to a couple. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about... It should go fairly quickly. We just got blue, white, and colorless, which will take half the time. Because everything's good, right? Well, actually, that we might be talking a while for those. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot to beat on blue. Like the and then if we're talking about, you know, we might have to just do a part two sooner than that. We'll see. We'll see it. You know, we might be able. We might to have an over- overwhelming response to this podcast, and we may have no choice well, but to, but to put it out because people want to hear what we have to say about. People love love jerky creep. Power, powerful guys. Like but, us. you know, for everybody listening, you know, good luck at your pre-release this weekend. Yeah, and we want feedback. Yeah. Well, tell us. I want to know how many of you think the butcher is an idiot. Well, that's nice. Thank. <laughs> and I want to know how many people think Spooky Pants is awesome. Yeah. That would be positive. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, hopefully nobody responded to that. So yeah, if you want to contact well, we us, want feedback. we want feedback. We want feedback on this. If you want to contact us again, you want to visit our website, thepowercreeps.wordpress.com, and we'll have uh, contact information up there. That's really about it. Yeah, ready music, to wrap this puppy up. The music. Um, yeah, the, what was the intro music again? Who was that? Who we crediting for that? That's uh, Ronald Jenkins. He's on YouTube. Everybody Ronald Jenkins on YouTube. He sells CDs. He's amazing. With his keyboards. Any shout outs? Shout out to Lunch Bucket. Shout, shout out to Lunch Bucket. First. Uh, we got Lunch Bucket's buddy. We'll just call him Splat. <laughs> we should give a shout out to him. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, again, this is the Creepcast. We're the Power Creepers.
Power Creepers. We'll talk to you. Creeping on in. Next week. Yep. Bye.